Happy motherfucking hump day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the greatest podcast some of y'all ain't even listened to yet. Gentlemen's talk, we in that thing. I am your man, Mr. GQ. I am your baby mama's favorite DJ, DJ Michael B. Let's get to it. One of these damn interests is going to get us into a fight, but it is what it is. Fuck <laughs> <bullshit>. <laughs> I don't oh, give a fuck. man. All I got to say is fuck all you hoes. I ain't scared of none of you. You know what Zero say? Fuck all y'all. Look, fuck all you hoes. Nah, I'm going to go old school. I'm going to go Def Comedy Jam. I'm going to be Bernie Mac in this bitch. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. <laughs> That's not the way you start a motherfucking show today, man. Yeah, Hold on, right, dog. Shit. <laughs> hey, man, what's going on, people? What's up out there, man? Another day, another Wednesday. Another you know dollar. What it is. Shit, another dollar. Make me holla. I give you a good one. Hey, there you go. <laughs> How your weekend was, man? What's shit. going on? Talk man, to me. So, it was a weekend full of fuckery. To say the least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, you know, we did bruising cues. For those who tuned in, um, I did talk to Johnnell because Johnnell was like, man, I ran out of fucking podcasts and shit to listen to. And I was like, dog, don't worry. We got you covered for tomorrow. And he was like, oh, I'm already tuning in. I think he said he was behind by like one bruising cue. So he'll okay. catch up. He probably caught up today. Yeah. But I told him, we need to bring his ass on the show. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm definitely I'm definitely like, want to do like, that. Instead of like, I don't even want to do an interview. I want to bring his ass right there. Right the there. The chair. The same place where, oh, by the way, we got big homie in the building today. Big homie in the building. <laughs> hey. Because look, now we got, look, we got the mixer. All we need is a so, third mic. I'll go get him. I, I have a mic. I have one too. Oh yeah, that's right. So, I thought your mic was USB though. When, when... No, we have three. We have three like this and one USB. Oh shit, we should have plugged that hole up tonight. I could have. Yeah, but we what we need is another extension arm. Okay. Unless we just you know had a motherfucker. Yeah, home. yeah. But other than that, I mean, weekend was good. I mean, I say I did a lot of shit, but I mean, I spent a lot of time being real quiet. Hung out with my daughter, of course. Um, my oldest daughter got her first volleyball games this weekend. Um, once again. Your boy became now the assistant coach for her volleyball team, so somehow coaching just continues to find me. So what the hell. <clears throat> so that's how my weekend went. So what about you, Mr. Soon to be Captain Brunch? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Um, how do I start this? Uh well for one, the Broncos went uh five and one. We had one loss this weekend. Uh okay. almost got into a fight at the football game. You were um, you were the kids. Me. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, that's why you said some drama went down. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm caught up. Yeah, the drama went down. This motherfucker unplugged my speakers and gonna tell me because I didn't. I pressed play and I wasn't hearing nothing. So I thought something was going on with my mixer. And I opened. I, I opened the window and looked out and I see the speakers unplugged. So I said, man, maybe one of these kids was going around just playing. You know, just being stupid. <clears throat> so I asked one kid that was right there. I said, hey man, can you put my speakers back up for me? And the kid was like, oh yeah, I got you. Cool. Grown ass man, probably about forty five, was like, "Nah, don't plug it back up. I unplugged it." I instantly gave him this look, like, "Yo, what the hell?" And he was like, "Well, this is the only place there was shade, and I didn't want my head hurting, so uh, I unplugged the speakers." I said, "Man, let me tell you something. I got a job to do." I told the kid plug back in my speakers. He was like, "No, you get to plug back in one." And I just looked at my, I said, "Bro, I have a job to do, and I'm about to go upside your fucking head, fucking with me. I'm not that dude. Do not unplug. Don't touch my shit. It ain't yours. Don't unplug my shit no more. Plain and simple." Yeah. 
So I press play. Only one of my speakers is playing. I looked out. He unplugs one again. Man, and everybody around already knew what was going on. When I opened that, I opened that door. Man, I pushed the shit out of that door, and I walked down. I walked down two steps. There was about five parents that ran out to grab me. Them niggas knew what time it was. They knew. They knew. Man, no, fuck they, that. they called the cops that was there, and they properly escorted his ass out the game. And then later on, I found out it was a coach from the very last team the Broncos played at the end of the season. And he was scouting. I said, yeah, get your ass up out of here. See, nah, I really don't feel bad. See, he was trying to he was trying to hear shit. Yeah. He was trying to hear play calls and yep. shit. Bro, first of all, let me okay, okay, okay. Pause. I wish I had a fucking flag right now, because I would throw a flag on that shit. Here's what I'm I'm completely I got a piece of plastic. That'll I'm work. completely <laughs> irritated by what you just said because how old are these kids? Um, they're from ages four to twelve. Okay. Just what I thought. Why the fuck is a grown ass coach? Dealing with kids that aren't even in middle school yet, trying to go scout. The fuck is you scouting for? <laughs> Ain't nobody that fucking good yet. You must be a trash coach. So I hope the Broncos blow their ass out forty-five to nothing. Oh, the Broncos blew them out last year. From 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 uh, my understanding, hey, look, so I'm like pretty I can, sure I hope it's they blow the them out this year again. too. Since your motherfucking ass want to come scouting shit, I'm plugging my boys' fucking speakers and shit. You lucky I wasn't there at security because I'd have escorted your ass out by the back of your fucking head. <laughs> oh, stupid ass bitch. <laughs> I can't stand people fucking Bruh, with people's that, jobs. That, that, shit, like, that shit really pissed me. Because they, they messed me. I was like, why the music ain't playing? I was like, man, this dude unplugged my speakers. I messaged Shantae. You know Shantae. I said, Shantae, oh, yeah. y'all better get up here after this dude because I'm about to go up. I'm about to go upside his head. I'm telling you. And I didn't say it like that. I'm just censoring for the podcast, even though we done cursed up a storm in the early. Anyway. First of all, this show is explicit. Why are you putting a censor? Well, fuck it. Here's, here's what I told Shantae. <laughs> I messaged Shantae. I said, hey. This motherfucker done unplugged my speakers again. And I'm about to take one of these speakers and beat his ass with it. And she was like, no need to do that. I'm about to come up there with another parent. I said, all right, cool. She came up there and she was like, we got it taken care of. I said, all right, cool. Press play, music playing. Boom, 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 boom. The music gets soft. Look, that motherfucker, that's the second time he had unplugged the speaker. That was it. That was the parents camera was like, we got it, we got it, we got it. And then they, the parents called security and the security escorted his ass out. Man, I'm about to beat this dude ass, bro. That motherfucker would have got clocked upside there. The with fact that microphone. this nigga told me, he was like, that's what's wrong with y'all young people. Y'all too disrespectful. No. Nigga, you came and unplugged my shit. No. What you mean disrespectful? I'm finna disrespectfully beat your ass. You don't go touching my shit. Man, I'm trying to tell you, the Oh, my God. Bro, we don't go to your fucking job fucking with your shit. Bruh. Like, let me find out you a fucking cashier somewhere, bro. I'm about to just start fucking up all your shit at the front. I'm, I'm going to bring $1,000 worth of shit up there. Nah, and I'm going to be like, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. Nah, fuck that. I'm going to go up there and pay with a crown roll bag full of fucking pennies. <laughs> That's as petty as it get. A crown royal bag full of pennies. That's as petty hey, as it get. Look, all my black folks know what I'm talking about, man. We done, we done done laundry with that hoe. We man, done, what? If you, got the, if you got that purple crown roll bag full of change, you don't live the good life. Hey. You either use it for chains, for your bones, for something. You know, bum, 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 as long as I'm swinging from side to side. You know that purple stuff, man. Hey. Ooh, what's in that cup? Purple stuff. In this case, first, it's that green stuff. Yeah. So, normally we would do a, you know, we do a signature drink or a signature, excuse me, we would do a brews type of thing with our local brew. We decided to do something a little different because we got the big homie in the building. 
one of our fellow LXG brothers. Hold up. God damn it. So your boy, your, 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 yours truly decided to make something a little special. So most people have had, you know, you've had your Incredible Hulk with your Hennessy and your, um, was it Hennessy and fucking Grey Goose? Or like Hypnotic. That? Yeah, that shit. Yeah, that shit's trash. Yeah, it was trash. That's why I couldn't remember what it was. So I was like, let me put a little spin on my own little type of shit. So we did a little, we made a little something, something, a little Incredible Hulk juice here. I added a little bit of uh, Irish whiskey to the mix and a few other little things to keep it that nice, pretty green color so it looks very radioactive in a good way. Waking up. <laughs> but. I couldn't I couldn't resist. It still, it still falls under a gentleman's cocktail. Yes, it does. Or a gentleman's talk. Yes, sir. Salute. So, cheers, brothers. We have pretty good mics, so anything you're saying in the background is sure to pick up. Oh, it's absolutely picking up. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Let's jump into a little recap, man. Let's get Let's the get NFL it. recap. So, for those who have been keeping up with the full season bottle bet between myself and DJ <laughs> Mike Bakken. So, we had a tie record this past week. We both went 10-6 and six in our picks, ironically. Ironically. So, that brings our season total to DJ Mike being 30-17-1 and, and myself being 26-21-1. and one. So, we made absolutely no progress. I mean... It's still a plus four. Hey, Vince Young was thirty-one and seventeen as a startup until uh, he. What team did he play for last? The Eagles. The Eagles. He was thirty-one and seventeen as a startup until he played for the Eagles. So I, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. So, if y'all been following, we are three weeks in, and hey, we're both over five hundred. Yeah, and we, we kind of know what we're doing, and we have a fucking tie. Thank you, Colts Texans. Useless fucks. Um, both of them. Yeah. So, all right. We're going to go away from that. Now that we've discussed that, I don't really want to talk about that. Let's anymore. get into fantasy. Let's, Let's get into get some in. fantasy. Let's get into some fantasy shit. So, um, I won another FanDuel game. I actually won a FanDuel and a DraftKings game uh, this past weekend. So, I had two two good wins. Uh, racked up uh, $60 in wins from two games. Very nice. How much so, did you pay in? Uh, 10 and... I think it was 10 and 5. Oh, shit. Yeah, you made hella profit. Yeah, I think it was 10 and 5. Um <clears throat> It was one of them, like, you know, promotional type yeah, of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Based on where you rank, depends on how much money you get type of shit. Shit. Um, so I'm, I'm saving Say up. Less. I'm saving up because towards the end of the season, I'm going to jump in one of them, like, you know, $100, $125 type of buy-in games, try to win big, you know. Test my luck. As far as legit fantasy goes, uh, CJ's league, uh, I blew out. The Bones league. I blew blew a guy out. Isaiah didn't get – he got that work, so good night to him. Still sitting in. But somehow, I lost, and I still dropped the position overall. I think I dropped down to third, which I'm like, how the fuck did I drop to third? But whatever. <clears throat> well. I think it came down to, like, overall. I think pretty sure it came down to overall points, but. Well, um, in the Houston, my Houston NDAs team, Houston NDAs, y'all yeah, get the reference. In the Bones League, the league that we really don't give a damn about. Um. <laughs> I did pretty good. I mean, I won. I didn't put up a lot of points. The only reason why I won is because the guy I played against, his team was a complete freaking bust. Yeah. Uh, Stephon Diggs didn't do nothing. <clears throat> Justin Jefferson do, didn't do anything. Zach Ertz didn't do anything. Aaron Jones was shut down. Um, McPherson, he didn't get a lot of action. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, Green Bay's defense played very well. They gave him 20. And then Nick Bosa didn't do anything. Von Miller didn't do anything in their loss. So so what's crazy is in that league, so I beat the number one guy, and I was third when we played, and I dropped the fourth because I don't have as much. I don't have, because we all, we're all two and one. But as far as overall points. Speak for points, yourself. <laughs> but as far as overall points, 
I have the of the four, I have the least of the four. But uh, in that particular matchup, I was down. I was down by like fifty. I was down by fifty, and my team did not. Overall, they did not produce worth the shit. If I'm being completely <clears throat> honest, like I'm looking at it up and down. Like, what really helped me was Derwin James. Derwin James gave me fourteen points. That was huge. Micah Parsons gave him one, which was shocking. I figured Micah Parsons would be better than that. But he did get 15 from Bobby Wagner, which I was, like, shocked by. Um, Bobby Wagner? He still plays? Plays for the Rams. Man. So I had Cleveland's defense. They gave me 17 and a half. He had the Chargers defense. They gave him three. So that ass whooping the Chargers took definitely changed that. Uh, He had McManus, who anything Denver Broncos right now is sketchy at best. Well, I I, I can say this. Um, If you have Seattle, they in in – on defense, you should probably play Seattle's defense because the defense ties in the special teams. They're not scoring touchdowns, but they sure as hell are kicking a lot of field goals. They are kicking hella field the goals. Only, Just the only reason I would not start Seattle's defense is because they are so vulnerable to the run. They give up a lot of. Well, yeah, it, I mean, if if kickers and defense are separate, then yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because Myers, that's that's yeah. Myers and, is putting yeah. up hella points in, in fantasy right yeah. now because they cannot get into the end zone. Yeah. And of course, like in our league, kickers don't exist. They're irrelevant. They yeah, don't, they, well, don't, they don't. They no, don't. They don't. They're not relevant because they don't put up enough points. Um, I can tell you this: the the guy I played in Bones League, um, he was projected to put up two hundred and six points. Mm. Anybody want to take a guess how many points he put up? Fifty five. Nah, it don't get that damn good. Oh god, just now just. It don't it, it don't get that low. If anybody put up fifty five points in fantasy, I'm assuming you don't know what the hell you got going on. Facts. Um, he put up one hundred and twenty points. Mind you, his team is Patrick Mahomes, Stephon Diggs, Mahomes Justin like Jefferson. Jefferson played like shit. Uh, is this Miles Sanders? Yeah, Mahomes from Philadelphia. Like yep, played like shit. Miles Sanders, Zach Ertz, played like shit. Aaron Jones. Yeah, sketchy at best. Um. I won. He and my team underperformed too because I was supposed to put up 187. I put so up 173. All of his players played some of their rougher games. Well, I had Allen Robinson and Darren Waller, and they both played like crap. But on the flip side, Josh Allen had another good game, even though they lost. Look, um, uh, uh Hollywood Brown, he gave me a solid 20 in this league. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry bounced back and gave me 23. Aaron Rodgers, this is a two-quarterback league. So Aaron Rodgers gave him 31. Um, obviously, Buffalo's kicker didn't do a goddamn thing. But Tampa Bay's defense did give me 13 points. Yeah. So Well, Matthew Stafford was a no-show in this of particular course. game. Um, Justin Herbert, despite the blowout, still gave me, 30, gave me 30 points. Debo gave me about 12. Amon Ross St. Brown was kind of banged up, but he still – no, Nick Chubb carried us. Nick Chubb gave me 20, 22 and a half. He carried my team in our league. He carried my money league team too, but we'll talk about that here in a minute. But then, <laughs> yeah. But my kicker actually balled out. I got the Rams kicker, um, M. Gay. He gave me 16. So All right. I'll take that. And then Devin White only gave me eight, but between him and Derwin James. Between yeah, Devin White four, didn't do shit for me either. But that, that 14 and that eight for my defensive players was huge. I was projected 224. My opponent was projected 211. Neither one of us touched 200. That, that that's the uh, money league, no money league. So oh, is that CJ's league? So the money league, bro. The one game Javante Williams decides not to go off, I lose by seven points. I needed it was Javante Williams versus McManus, the fucking kicker. Oh my god! <laughs> and Javante Williams gave me eight goddamn points because Melvin Gordon was getting a lot of fucking work in this game. McManus gave how much? Uh, let me. I can tell you. 
It was like 10. But no. just enough. Well, it was enough because I was already down. So any scoring he did, I needed I needed a touchdown. I needed I essentially needed a touchdown and about 100 yards out of Javante Williams to keep that you know where it was at cuz that was like I mean Cooper Cup you want to talk about one of the biggest disappointments disappointments this uh season so far. Javante Williams has not been it. He had a he had them yeah, he he'll get yards, but man, as far I mean, as week, scoring, week one, week one was his best. Now, mind you, he he has not scored a touchdown this season. Yeah, but week one against Seattle, he was a dog. I mean, he had sixty five yards just catching the ball, but then he also had forty three rushes. Right. He had a he had a, a Christian McCaffrey Alvin Kamara yeah, 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 game yeah. week one, but after that, I mean, he's been losing a lot of work to um Melvin Gordon, but I'm still not gonna I'm not gonna drop him. I drafted him high for a reason, so he'll come alive eventually. I hope. Yeah, because I um, have him in our. I think I have him in our league. I'm pretty sure you do. Yeah, and oh. I haven't played him yet. You want to? Let's switch over to uh, Charlie. Let's let's, let's yep. go ahead and switch over to uh, LXG Gentlemen's League. Um, I got smoked. Ooh, I did. I got smoked. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've the 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 um, perks if you will, of being the defending champ means that everybody plays their best game against you. Cause that's that the is not true. Bullshit. That's not true. Listen, cause we, we don't, because we don't get to choose if players are going to go off or not, but that's not true. But it's the way it looks because week one, we had our brand new player score his highest output. That's probably going to be his highest output. The whole damn Julia, season. Julius went the fuck off and scored over 200 on me. He actually scored 213 to my 120. I didn't even hit my projection of 178. I mean, for, for for what it's worth in this league, I played CJ. Sorry, ass. Well, me and CJ both are have we have the same record, so we're the C- bottoms of our division. CJ was supposed to CJ was projected to put up 172. He got 161. I, on the other hand, was projected to put up 163. I put up 182. Because I am not a stupid ass person. Listen, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on with Yahoo when they make these predictions. But I'm just, I'd be laughing because I'm like, y'all have absolutely no idea what the fuck Dude, is going on in the NFL. I can tell you. <laughs> none. Austin Eckler and Alvin Kamara have yet to show up for me this season. Uh, Michael Thomas got banged up. Miles Garrett decided to give me one point on the defensive side of the ball. My big score is literally <clears throat> Cleveland's defense gave me 25. Cincinnati's defense gave me 39. And then I got. 18 from Matthew Stafford. Those I'm, are my big scores. I mean, for what it's worth, I mean, Josh Allen gave me 49, which was huge because he had a very okay game. It was probably bad by his standard. But um, he gave you how much? Uh, um, uh, uh, 49, which I was surprised he still gave me 49. But in our league, if you throw long balls, you're going to get yeah. extra points for it. So join the club. That, that's that's the reason yeah. why. Because I played against fucking Lamar Jackson, who um, put up sixty. Yeah, but um, uh, uh, Carolina gave me thirty three. I told people before the season started, Carolina's defense was nothing to be slept on. They're very good. They're just on the field too damn much. They are very very good. Um, so Josh Allen, Carolina, and Miami were my top three scorers, and then Nick Chubb gave me twenty two. Drake London finally scored, and gave me twelve. Christian Kirk gave me another fifteen. TJ Hawkinson finally scored, even though he only gave me eight points. I mean, that should tell you enough. He he got lucky when he scored. It just whatever. Um, I played Clyde Edwards Hilaire over Cam. The, the one time I sit 
The one time I sit Cam Akers, Cam Akers actually does something. I mean, to most people, it's like, man, he only gave you 10 points. But, I mean. Better than what he was. Yes, better than what he Because he gave me negative points one week. Um, I didn't play Alan Lazard. He was one. Gave me 13. I didn't get a chance to put in Waddle. And he gave me. He was. I think he gave me the most points by a, a receiver. No, Drake London was right there, too. But, uh, Alan, uh, no, Alan Lazard scored more. But I didn't even play him, so uh, yeah, it's okay. I didn't. I didn't play Kyle Pitts, and Kyle Pitts gave twelve because Pat Fryermuth only gave me five. Wow. Also, had, also the I also had Joe Burrow on the bench in favor of Stafford, and Joe Burrow put up fifty <sighs> points. But it wouldn't have made a difference because I you would still had, lost. I still would have lost. I still would have lost. And now I have another tough matchup this week because I got to play your stupid ass. Fuck you, bitch. But. <laughs> <laughs> You're projected 170. I'm projecting 172. Um, for the most part. <clears throat> I think we're both going to outperform those projections, by the way, after um, I went through and looked at all the matchups. Our matchups are interesting. I'm still on the fence because I do have did Joe Burrow against Miami. I'm, I don't know. Um, Especially after what they just did to Josh Allen. It's, yeah. uh, but yeah. then, you know, Debo, Debo, in the, Debo against the Rams. Eh. Christian Kirk against Philly is interesting because Christian Kirk may not – he may or may not hit that projection. Um, Michael Pittman against Tennessee, he should kill. Aaron Jones against New England is a is an iffy one too because New England – there's one thing New England going to be good at is their fucking run defense. At the bare minimum. Always. Their run defense is going to be good. Now, they're actually pretty good against the pass too this year. Like, their defense is the best part of their team so far. And we don't know if Mac – and Mac Jones is not playing. It's going to be a, a Brian Hoyer game, so – you have um, Green Bay's defense, you probably want to start him, but that's neither here nor there. I have Austin Eckler against the Texans. I am hoping like hell this is Austin Eckler's breakout game. Finally, I hope but, it ain't. But <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Houston defense is pretty damn good. I would um, love to get Keenan Allen back this week because he's playing against the he, Texans. He is, he is practicing. So you've got TJ Hawkinson against Seattle, who they've been fairly generous to tight ends. I've got Kyle Pitts against Cleveland. We'll see. Um, you've got Nick Chubb against Atlanta. I've got Alvin Kamara in London against the Vikings. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You should start Alvin Kamara at all costs. because I, no, um, I, I am starting it. <laughs> it's a, it, it, oh, oh, it's 8.30 a.m. Never mind. Hmm. Then you should definitely yeah. start him. Um, you've got Clyde Edwards-Alaire against the Bucks. That's a tough one because the Bucks' run defense is scary. I'm probably going to sub out Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I've got no Najee Harris against CJ's punk-ass Jets. Trash. Um, you've got Miami and Carolina's defenses playing against Cincinnati and Arizona. Mm-hmm. I have Cincinnati against Miami and Cleveland versus Atlanta. So our defenses, one of them is going – I think Cleveland and Carolina will cancel each other out. Cincinnati-Miami is going to be a tipping scale for us tomorrow. For right shit, off, sure. Right off the rip. And then yeah. you've got Devin White and I've got Roquan Smith, which, by the way – Roquan Smith went the fuck off last week. Gave me twenty points. I mean, the, the projections on the projections are only two uh two points apart with you, um with one seventy two and I'm one seventy. Yeah. So are you surprised? Uh no, but last week I mean I was projected to score a lot less than I fucking scored. So I just don't think Yahoo know what's going on. Or on the flip side, they know better than me this week. But I'm pretty sure. I don't know. We'll see. I'll be fucking with my lineups. For about an hour tomorrow. Yeah, you can be fucking with it all you want to. You're gonna lose. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait to see you start 0 4, bitch. Well, last year when I started 1 and 2. Yes, 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 I we know. Off a win streak by beating your bitch ass. Fuck you. And went off and rattled off seven straight. So, 
One thing you know about did we end up did, didn't we end up playing in the finals in both football and basketball last yep. year? And I ended up winning in both because I went undefeated in basketball. But just like history, it always repeats itself. Not this year. So I'm coming for that ass. <laughs> not again. this year. Not this fucking year. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe basketball, but not football this year. Either way, ain't no fucking way in tell hell. You, tell you like I tell everybody else. You you ain't even you ain't even close to the top. Like I don't, like I wasn't close to the top last year either. Yeah, until yeah, the playoffs came around. Yeah, you ain't even close. See, look here. Here's the one thing about our football about a football league that that irks my nerve, because this is the commissioner here. Almost everybody makes it into this fucking playoff. That's the one thing that annoys me. We only have eight fucking teams. I don't give a damn. Put four people in the final. No. Put four people. Put four people in the in in the semifinal and then final. That's the shit that. Uh, if bruh. I get if I get what I want, see, which look. is ten to twelve teams, see, 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 then listen. I can then I can drop the last two teams. You don't need to drop the. If, if we had a ten to twelve team league, then how much people get into the into the playoff right now makes sense. With how many people? Over fifty percent of the league should not get into the playoff. When you don't have that many teams. This is this, this is how this this is why I like baseball playoffs, because baseball has what thirty two teams thirty teams shit I don't remember something something like that, and only twelve teams get in, but in basketball you got thirty teams and sixteen teams get in. What's the point? That's my thing. You know what I'm saying? It, the less amount of teams, the less spot for the playoffs. Well, oh my god! Even college football has expanded their playoffs. So. Yeah, but college football has over two hundred teams, so True, I get it. But and 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 they have to narrow it down to what now? Twelve? Yeah. Twelve. They got to narrow not, it down. Not to now, but, but in, in, two, a, in yeah. about a year and a half. But either way, twelve. Until gotta... until this league moves up to a ten or a twelve team league, I'm not concerned about it. But listen, since we hey, have... hey, watch, once we move to a ten or twelve team league, he's gonna be like, all right, man, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let eight teams in now, and only leave two teams out the damn playoff. <laughs> Come on, man. It should be compelling. That's the whole point. That, that's not. It... No, if you if you can't finish, listen. It, 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 like I I just don't get it. If half of a conference in the NBA makes the playoffs, and more than half makes it, well, ish, eight team, well, eight eight make it. Yep, eight out of what? Oh shit, maybe yeah, my, eight out of fifteen. Okay, so eight out, eight out of fifteen, barely. But the, so what's wrong with that? Yeah, but we only have eight. <laughs> yes, we do. We, we only have only eight. four people need and, to get in. And we have two divisions. O- only four people need to get in the semifinal and final. No, like because we cut our our championship game is before teams start sitting starters and shit. Like, like so, it like, actually works out perfectly. Like, imagine. All right. This is this is one thing I do love about the NFL now. Only one team has a bye week in the playoffs in either conference. You know why? Because they got the number one seed. I fucks with that. You know what I'm saying? I do fuck with that part. I, I love that they did that. But um, if we have the amount of teams, that's what I want to do. I want the number one overall because then I can do an odd number in the playoffs and have the best overall record get a bye and have an odd number get in the playoffs. And that way you get an automatic to the next round. Until that happens. That's bullshit that six people make it. I don't care. It's six out of eight teams make it to the playoffs. That's ridiculous. We've always done it this way. But I I don't understand. Okay. There's three and three that make it, correct? In what? In, in our league. Or is it just like the top six and they just kind of get put against each other? No, it's it's based off record. It, divisions for now, when the playoffs happen, is based on record. Right. That's what, yeah. Yeah. But but how, how, how does it necessarily work? 
So if it's only six teams getting in and there's eight, no, no I thought does eight, all eight get in? See yeah. what I'm saying? You see what? I, Nick, hey, listen, Nick can go zero and twelve. He can go zero and twelve, and then out of nowhere, his team get hot. Everybody on his team just like get stupid hot and just outperform everybody else, and he can win two games the whole season and still win a championship. Now it seems now the season don't matter anymore. I don't care if you know I don't care if I go zero and. 12 until the playoffs. As long, as long as I win three games in the playoffs, I can win the championship. I'd be able to win and get into the championship, baby. Come on, that's the point of the season. You got you to gotta adjust. You're the commissioner. You got to adjust that one. I ask at the end of every single season if there's anything we can do to make the league better. No one brings this stuff up. Well, here's my official petition now. Four teams until we get more people. I don't like it. But I'll leave it up to a vote, though. I don't care if you don't like it. I just said I'll leave it up to a vote. I don't care if you don't like it. <laughs> I love it. If we were in a money league, I would absolutely do it. But we're... Because now you're in a situation like... No, 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 no. No, if we're in a money league, I guess we'd be like, no, nigga, let all eight people make it to hell. No, because even, even in the money league I'm in now, not everybody makes it. Yeah, well, and there's, and there's 10, 10, no, 12 of us, 12 of us in that league. No, everybody don't make the playoffs. Not the, not the, there's a winners and a consolation. So there's, so it's, it's yeah, but yeah, I know you, know ESPN, you know how ESPN is. Yeah, 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 four place consolation. But we have a, there's a big ass money pot at the end of this one though too. So because it's not a money pot, you don't care. No, I care because we've been doing this league for so long. But I don't care as far as, at the end of the day, when you win in our league, it's really for just shit talking. It's not, that we ain't winning no kind of money. I mean, to be fair, I've never lost to somebody that has a worse record than me. So but it's, it's 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 just the fact that, you know what I'm saying, like, you, you can literally not win a single fucking game and then win the championship. And it's like, why are you in the playoffs any damn way? That's the point of playoffs. <laughs> like, that's that, yeah. <laughs> well, by default, Yahoo still pushes, like, the bottom two teams, like, out anyway. So it still ends up being, like, six in the regular playoffs. Man. And then the two in the consolation type shit. We only need four teams to make the playoffs in this league. Well... Only A players. One make that happen for basketball, by the way. Make what happen for basketball? If there's only A players, we only need four people in the playoffs. That many people don't make the playoffs in our in the basketball. Yeah, I know. But I mean we we the full the most we've ever had, I believe, is only eight. I, I thought we had ten one year. I thought the first year Earl played we had ten. I think Earl made eight. Because mm. that's when we had Earl, we had Dak. Me, you, Julius, Jared. We had Donald. Donald. No, that was teams. We had yeah. uh, Bryant and um and uh Hot. Yeah, so that was teams. Then we dropped off dramatic. Oh, and no, we had I think the most we had was ten. Yeah. I think it was ten. Speaking of Dak, Dak sucks at fantasy basketball too. Oh, we know. He he's 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 about as good as CJ is at fantasy football. You know what? Uh, we had twelve. Did we because really? We had Jaron and we had oh, Bucket yeah. and we had Lamar. Oh yeah. We had twelve. And yeah, then we, we were, dropped down to ten, and then we dropped down to eight. Yeah, but we whooped everybody ass. So, like, oh, I know. I, yeah, I know. Mm. My trophy closet looked pretty. Shut up. Mine, mine is just filled of a whole bunch of fucking second place trophies. You full of empty calories, like Shannon Sharp said. <laughs> All right, so let's get into these prime time picks. Let's, let's talk about that. empty calories. Let's talk about that. I, re- I really want to talk about empty. I'm happy you brought that up because I was going to say we need to bring this up. Uh-oh. Um, let me ask you a question. 
Have the Cowboys figured it out? Figure what out? How to win games. No. You got to fucking play somebody first. I mean, they play Cincinnati. Yeah, and you played the Bucks too, and you lost. They play Cincinnati. And? And the Cincinnati was fucking reeling. Cincinnati they, is currently under 500. They play Cincinnati. Cincinnati's <laughs> under 500. They beat the Jets to stay relevant. Well, I mean, they're 2-1, and one, so. They lost to the Steelers, who lost to the Patriots. They beat Cincinnati, and then they beat my damn Giants. Eh. No, I'm talking about Cincinnati. Cincinnati's under 500. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's I what I was talking about. Yeah. Cincinnati's under 500. They're 1-2. and two. Uh, well, they lost. It, they lost two games. It'll turn around. I, I'm yeah, not I hope so. But but no, no, Dallas hasn't figured it out. You sure? Fuck, fuck no. I'm, I'm just I'm just asking because I did. No 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 no. This this is this is this is not an opinion. This is kind of backed up. This is kind of backed up by facts. I'm listening. So I mean, I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking to big homie over there because he laughing because he think I'm making a joke about the Cowboys. But no, I'm being serious. Um. So I was listening to uh. Undisputed, and I wanted to go do some research on my own. I think that um, the Cowboys have a winning formula on how to win against teams. But I also think they don't stick to their winning formula and how to win against teams. And that's why they're in the situation they are. Everybody is talking about Cooper Rush is doing this, Cooper Rush is doing that, and... The Cowboys are winning with Cooper Rush instead of Dak Prescott. Maybe Cooper Rush will start and this and that. Let me explain something to y'all real quick. No, not based on one game. He's 3-0 as a starter in Dallas. But mind you, real quick, right? Jam, you're a, a football head. Something like that. What do you think is the difference when Cooper Rush plays from when Dak Prescott plays? If, if you had to just name it off the top of your head, what do you think the difference is? I don't have to name it off the top of my head. I know exactly what it is. What is it? They run a very slow, methodical offense with Cooper Rush. With Dak, they try, keyword try, to be a <laughs> dynamic offense, but they can't because their running game is anemic. Okay. Every now and again, Tony Pollard rips off a decent run. Zeke's best run is typically eight yards. Yeah, Zeke had a nice run this week. I was surprised. Yeah, but... That's the best run I've seen in three years. Yeah, but Saquon's, Saquon's run was better. I'm and just saying, from from Zeke alone, that's the yeah, best run I've seen but, in three no, years. If you look at... If you watch closely, if you watch closely how the difference in the two quarterbacks is, it's not like a bad thing. It's just styles of play. Cooper Rush is not a run threat. Dak is a run threat. Like, say what you want about Dak. One thing about Dak, Dak will run the ball. He will run the ball. And I'm not talking about, like, snap the ball and take off running. I'm talking about flush his ass out of the pocket if he want to and his ass take off 20 yards and go drop a touchdown on your head. Yeah. Cooper Rush is not that guy. Cooper Rush is more in the – don't misunderstand or misquote what I'm about to say. He is in more of that Tom Brady style of quarterback. Where yeah, he yeah, gets, he stays in the pocket. He get, well, no, I'm saying that as far as he's getting the ball out of his hands in .47 seconds. Yeah. And he's not hanging on to that motherfucker. Dak, on the other hand, just like Carson wins, just like Aaron Rodgers sometimes, just like a couple other quarterbacks, Holds hangs on. on to the goddamn ball too long. And either Oh, and Russell Wilson, for that matter, because Russ don't want to run right now. Which is exactly what condemned Kyler Murray last year, by the way, because Kyler Murray's stupid ass stopped running. And that's why they got that ass trounced in the playoffs. I'm sorry, I went on a little soapbox there. But anyway. We know. It's all good. But yeah, no, the difference is Cooper Rush knows two things. One, he knows what color jersey he's wearing. <laughs> so it's easy to get rid of the fucking ball. And two, 
he knows he's not going to take off running unless he absolutely has no choice on some Eli Manning type of shit and got to take off running. He's getting that ball to who's going to catch the ball. Mind you, CeeDee Lamb dropped a guaranteed <coughs> touchdown. Oh, my oh, God. Man. That was a... God, that was a sen- would have been a sensational touchdown. He just, that boy looking, that, that but, boy looking like a modern-day T.O. But Cooper Cup also dropped a touchdown. And that hoe hit him in both hands. Both with an F. Both. So... So... Your, your, your biggest takeaway is that Cooper Rush stays in the pocket. Yeah. Well... That's really it. What if I told you that was wrong? I'm listening. So, for the people that... Skip Bayless has repeatedly said something. I didn't do any research on it until until today when I was on lunch, and I wanted to bring it up on the podcast, specifically about the Cowboys. Because you know I don't like the damn Cowboys. I'm a Giants and Texas fan. Well, we know. Only damn only, the Cowboys. Joseph, the only Cowboys fan we got around us. Yeah. Um... Unfortunately, we have him around us. Um, can I can I push the go, go ahead, button go for ahead. a second? Who are your football team? The Texans. We've never had this conversation. Oh, okay, the Texans. Okay, and the Seahawks. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Um. So. Well, I know how much you love. So. Seahawks. Okay, that makes sense. The winning formula for the Cowboys. I'm dead serious. <clears throat> and the Cowboys, I I can't remember the exact record since they have since they had Dak. They've only lost like two games using this formula since they've had Dak. Is it the Zeke running a hundred yards game? It's not, it's not Zeke running a hundred yards. Because they have actually have, they have a good record when Zeke is over. They do, yards. but you know what it is? When they run the ball more than they throw, they win games. Well, so my question is: when Dak is on the field, do they just abandon the run too quickly because they get down? Because they play when when whenever they are given when teams are given short fields against the Cowboys, they score. I'm gonna say no because what happens is Zeke finds no running lanes. That that's on, true. On, on but first, I, but, on but first on first down Zeke get one maybe two but, yards. Second but I'm down, not talking. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about Zeke alone. Well, I'm just talking. I'm just talking about all the running backs. Period. When they even even Zeke's first two years, I forgot who the guy was that was that was behind him. When they run, not when Zeke runs more than when Dak throws. When the Cowboys as a whole run runs more than Dak throws, they win almost ninety five percent of the time. Do you want to know why? Which that, is ridiculous. Do you know why that stat is borderline skewed? Is it because they're playing the NFC East? No, no, no. That stat is borderline skewed because Dak's rookie year, sophomore year, junior year, and fourth year, for that matter, they had the top offensive line. Now, seventy um, percent of that line is either retired or injured. That's true. So no, because had because look at Andrew Luck had a trash offensive line. They still put up twenty eight points a game. That's true. But on the flip side of what you're saying is, last year they ran the ball three times more. Or in three games, they ran the ball more times than they threw, and they won all three games. Even three even games. even with not even with not a good offensive line like they had last year. They won all three games when they ran more than they throw. Who did they, they play threw. in those three games? Because that would be the key. Well, no, I'm serious. I can't, I can't, it, I can't remember off the top of well, my head. I mean, because that can skew the stat. Because if you play three, let's just say for the sake of you played three teams. Let's just say you played the Jags, the Lions, and no, it wasn't nobody that bad. And the, and the Falcons. No, I'm just throwing three teams out there. But let's just say the three teams that they played were ranked twentieth and below in against the run. Those stats are skewed. 
Okay, so what about Zeke's third year, fourth year, when this when this stat holds true? Because their offensive line was tops of the league. We're talking about something different. I don't think the offensive line was that good by Zeke's third and fourth year. I do. The, their, the first their offensive two, the, line was still top five. The, the, the first two, I thought they were very good. The, the, third, the third and the fourth, the third year, and fourth year, I didn't think they would act. I didn't. I didn't think they were still top of the line. I, I mean, were they like? Were, were they like 15 or higher? Yes. Were they top of the line? No. Yeah, they were because no. you can go Nick Martin was Nick, Nick Martin was on the downfall on, on the downfall by that point already. The Just, Cowboys, the Eagles, the Seahawks. I'm missing there's the shit, the Patriots actually. The Patriots had a good offensive and, line. And um surprisingly cuz um, I can't name not one person off the offensive and line. And fucking Green Bay. Those were your top 5 during that stretch. And San thought. Francisco was number six at that for that matter. I so think no. Green I think Green Bay's offensive line is a product of, <laughs> a product of Aaron Rodgers well, being that damn I mean, good. I'm not gonna lie to you, they're really not I that mean, good. I'm just, babe, <laughs> say what you want, but the running backs produce. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Aaron Jones produces, yeah, for sure. But um, Even, I just yeah, I, but. I I don't I don't think the offensive line is. I never thought Green Bay's offensive line is that good because you you go past us uh, past two seconds and Aaron Rodgers is going to get hit every single freaking time. Um, and it's been that way for quite some time. Just, it, just it, you know, it's, it's just an interesting, interesting stat. I mean, it's just they they always they they win more than they lose when they run the ball more than they throw. And I'm not talking about Dak throwing 15, 16 times. I'm talking about Dak still throwing 30 and 20, 25, 26, 27, and they're running the ball 30 times instead of throwing the ball 30 times and they're winning. So you can't run the ball 30 times when your running back can't get more than. Two and a half to three. But they got a rotation of running backs, and both all three running backs this past week was freaking amazing against the Giants. Well, the Giants defensive line ain't, um, ain't all that against the Giants. Um, whatever the hell I you want to call it. I mean, yeah, yo, 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 <laughs> whatever yo, you want to call it. I mean, yeah, your rookie debuted Evan Neal, but what the fuck did he do? I mean, what, 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 whatever you want to call, whatever you want to call that that defensive line. I don't, I, I don't know what to call it essentially. But a bunch of warm bodies. That that that'll work. It's more. It's better than anything I can think of. I mean, look, we say what we say as fans, but disclaimer: first and foremost, there are no scrubs in the NFL. There is only a certain. Nah, they'll come. They'll, they'll come to your house and school you. Bro. There is only a certain number of individuals that can make it to the NFL. But caveat alert: amongst their own peers and their own positional groups and everything else. You can look not as good as your other peers based on what we as fans see on TV, i.e. the Bengals offensive line. That was supposed to be much improved. Why the fuck is Joe Burrow the second most sacked quarterback? I don't think they have chemistry yet. I still think I think they're still Bruh. trying to figure this shit out. Jameis has been sacked the most. Joe Burrow's number two. I mean, Joe Burrow was bad with sacks last year, too. So it's His not offensive so line was atrocious last yeah, year. Yeah, and, and first, my yeah, man had a whole Derek Carr season and, and, last and, and year. And somehow, somewhere, they still got to the Super Bowl, which is freaking amazing. Well, I don't, you, I don't know what I don't know what the offensive line did different in the playoffs, essentially. But oh, I know exactly what they did. They got rid of the goddamn ball. Well, yeah, Joe Burrow was throwing that bitch quick, <laughs> and Jamar Chase was catching that motherfucker. Well, and Joe Mixon was making teams have to be honest. There was well, a lot that went on. You know, CJ Uzama did his thing last year. Like, there was a lot that happened. Like, I watched that playoff run. Of close. course, but and I picked the Bengals, and I'm yeah, so I'm I still know. mad. I'm still picked, salty, bro. I picked the Bengals too. What I, do you I, mean? I'm, I'm still salty about the I, Bengals losing. I picked the Bengals over the Rams because I really wanted that underdog to do their thing. Yes, man. Because I mean, granted, I was 
I I wanted the Bengals to win, but I was like, man, this. But if Stafford wins, it is Stafford. Yeah, you know I love me some Matt like, Stafford. So let me equate Texas this guy. with some of y'all. So for us, not even really just the whole text thing, but like Matthew Stafford winning a ring is the equivalent of how it would feel if Chris Paul ever won a ring. Because Stafford has done everything he can do for the NFL as far as throwing four and 5,000 yards, the amount of touchdowns, like all the other stats are... Matthew Stafford on a blind resume is going to the Hall of Fame. Now this Super Bowl ring vaults him into a category where he could possibly make it first ballot. He's not making the first ballot. I said possibly. You heard what I said. <laughs> it, there's, no, there's no possibility now, in that. <laughs> no, the, the numbers say otherwise. Uh, I mean... I, Granted, he's not in the top... When we talk about like obviously the the Brady Manning Rogers no 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 uh, no Breeze but, numbers, but 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 I, I don't he's think not far n- off either I I think his 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 passing numbers are more of a uh how can I say this don't you dare say it's a product of Megatron because that's, that's no 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 but it's a product of the era that he played in comp- because his he doesn't have the resume but he has the yards if you just look at it from but he doesn't have the all pros and things of that nature to back his resume to to be a, a, a first battle Hall of Fame. He doesn't have that. But his yards would be like, well, shit, look at the yards here. Look at the yards here. Yeah, but, I mean, then there's Kirk Cousins. You know what I'm saying? So, like... <laughs> I'm, if we put their numbers side by side, I have a feeling that I have a feeling that Stafford's numbers might be better. Of course it's going to be better. But I'm just saying, like, in, in, in the era right now, then there's Kirk Cousins. Who wouldn't... Maybe in, in the ninety. I mean, I don't think Kirk Cousins is a Hall of Famer right now. So yeah, no, we and we had this conversation last yeah. week, obviously, because he, so, he was our he was our guy last week. And 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 I love Matt Stafford. I just I just don't think he, he his resume overall. I think his yards and production stacks up, but I mean, no all. I, I don't think he has a single All Pro. I'd have, a, to, I'd have to deep dive into those stats. Not a, not a first or second team. I'm not gonna. I don't want to say like, oh, he hasn't because I don't. You know, I don't. I don't have his stats off the top of my he, head. He but. he could he could have probably one, but I know for sure he's made some Pro Bowls. Yeah, but and that, and that I'm, say what you want, but it holds some weight. Not a lot, but some. I'm, I'm I'm just not a, especially when it comes to NFL Hall of Fame. I'm not a person that looks at Pro Bowl, because there, there's people that make the Pro Bowl. Just off of popularity of what they, Odell Beckham could be one of them. I don't, I don't. At this point, would I say Odell Beckham is a Hall of Famer? No, because he's been injured too much. But he's made a good bit of Pro Bowls, but not a good bit of, bit of All Pros. I don't think he's a, I don't think he's an NFL Hall of Famer overall. If his, if his career well, was to end right now, we know for a fact receivers in general is probably the most congested position for the NFL Hall of Fame. Because look how long it took like a TO to get in. Like you got well, they full like, of shit for To boy. Well, but I'm just saying. But you you understand what I'm saying. Well, they they, they changed all they changed all the rules to keep To out, and he still got in. So yeah, they and they then he said, you know what? Fuck y'all. I'm not even gonna make my speech at Canton. And then I'm gonna was, make my shit at motherfucking Chattanooga. Yeah, that's bitch. still that's like, still the greatest thing ever done. Yeah. So exactly. Let's see where we are. And all right, cool. So let's let's get our um let's get these prime times going. Um. For our primetime game as well, we're also, even though it's kind of not primetime, but it's going to be primetime, we're going to throw the London game into the mix too, just because I have a compelling little thing with that. Well, So, we're going to start with Thursday night game. We got the Dolphins visiting the Bengals tomorrow night. Uh, Waddle is questionable. Um, I kind of need to know if he's going to play before I pick, before I pick this game. But you don't get that kind of time. I know, man. Um, 
Give me... Screw it. Give me Cincinnati. Everything... This is the same thing I said with the Saints this past week. When it was like, the Saints got this, the Saints got that, the Saints got that. And I was like, and everything points to the Saints winning this game. And that's why I'm taking the Panthers. So everything points to Miami winning this game. And that's exactly why I'm going to take Cincinnati. Um, I think uh, Jamar Chase is finally going to have his breakout game this week. I do. Um, Tyler Higgins, I believe. Higby. Higby, sorry. I think I think he's going to be he's going to be okay. I think I think he'll be all right. Yeah, he still put up pretty good numbers. Yeah, he put up. Too. Yeah, he, you, you might admit you still have a Tyler Boyd. Um, yeah. Now Hayden Hurst is dealing with a groin injury. Um, at Ooh. some point, fucking Joe Mixon got to show up and play football too. He'll show up this week. So. I, I, um, so I'm right there with you. I'm a rock. I'm rocking with Cincinnati as well. Wow, I did not um, expect this. <laughs> just because I still have them making the playoffs. I, I, I but yeah, but I, I, I didn't expect. I didn't expect you to go with Cincinnati. I'm not a believer all the way in the Dolphins. Right now, I still think the Dolphins are. I still think they're a fad. I still don't think they're better than Buffalo. Like. Yes, they beat Buffalo, but their def now granted. Did they do the reason that game was so it's a division game. They still gotta play again. We'll see how the second game goes. You we talk about division games all the time. If this was the Dolphins beating Buffalo and they didn't have and they weren't in the same division, totally different game. But they're in the same division and they play each other twice a fucking year. It's a whole nother ball game. So let's get big homie in on this thing. What you got, big homie? I ain't gonna lie, I was bandwagon on man, um, Miami, so um, Tyreek Hill a beast. But well, we know that he gonna probably eat Eli Apple lunch for this shit. <laughs> They've been talking. I mean, everybody eating Eli Apple lunch, but that's so I'm, gonna, there. I'm, I'm gonna be on the, on the opposite side. I'm gonna go with Miami. Okay, so we got okay, that'll work. All right, so our so our next one we got the London game, right? We got the Vikings visiting the Saints. Reason why I say this is a compelling game. The Vikings and the Saints are both undefeated in London. Aha. Random stat. Both teams are 2-0. and This is their third games. The Saints beat Miami and uh, the Jaguars in London. And now this is their third game playing against the Vikings. At some point, Justin Jefferson has to show up. Well, I'm going with my cousin again. I am going with my cousin. Um... Ken Folk Kirk. I'm going with Ken Folk Kirk. I mean, I just. Alvin Kamara is due for a big game. He's due for a very big game. And I can see it happening this week. So is Justin Jefferson. But I can see him having a big game and Jameis Winston throwing three interceptions against well, his defense. So the problem, the problem you run into too is that um you do have a you have a banged up Dalvin Cook. You have a banged up Jameis Winston. You have Andy Dalton and Fuck, what the hell is it? Taysom Hill, both kind of taking snaps. Jameis ain't supposed to practice till tomorrow. Here's where the determining factor is for this game. The Vikings have yet to make the flight to London. The Saints have been there. Wow. The Vikings will not arrive in London until Friday. So, I'm still taking normal, my cousin. <laughs> a normal person would ask, why is that relevant? It's a massive fucking time difference. Yeah. For those who have never been overseas... It is a different everything. And the reason I bring that up is because you got to get off the plane. You got to acclimate. 
So if I land in London on Friday, I got Saturday, and then I play. Mm. I'm out of time. Yeah. Now, mind you, the Vikings have been in London quite a bit, but it ain't like they live there. Right. It's different from when you live there is one thing, but when you're traveling from the east to the west, yeah. or the west to the east, however you want to look at it, but in this case, it's going to be, you know, we're traveling to the other side. That time difference is huge. You're like, talking really don't realize hours. You're difference. talking hours. It's yeah. like six and a half, seven hours. So you're essentially <laughs> flying into the future, for lack of a better term. Because mm-hmm. keep it into perspective, if they're playing this game at 830 in the morning on our time, what time yeah. is it over there? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the difference. Like, that's a big difference. Mind you, our normal games start at 12. Mm-hmm. Our kickoff games are at 12. This one starts at 830. Which means that's about six and a half, seven hours that they're ahead of us. Yeah. That's a lot. And you're going to fly. Now, and even still, I think Texas and Minnesota, no, no, I think we're on the same. We might be on the same time. Or we're slight, slightly off. If we might, they, Minnesota may be an hour ahead, give or take. But still, flying from the Minnesota over to, I forget the name of the stadium there. Flying. I think Tot- Tottenheim Stadium, I think is what it's called. It's the only so the thing about that stadium, it's the first of its kind that is a soccer a soccer um field that can be converted to an NFL stadium. Mm. It has it's a mechanical thing. So they actually like it's had panels that slide out, moves all the soccer stuff, inserts the 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 football, like the North American football style stuff, like the bleachers, all that stuff like that. It's yeah. the only one. It's the only one of its kind for now. Eventually, don't be surprised in like the next, you know, I'm going to say five to eight years if we have like a team or three over there on that side of the globe. They've talked about it. It was going to be the Jaguars at one point. That was going to be the London team because they played so many London games because they were so trash. <laughs> Blake Bortles was a fucking quarterback. That's his fucking name. I couldn't remember that dude's name. Hey, oh. They made it to the AFC Championship with Blake Bortles, dog. You can't tell me nothing. They still trash. What they do the next year? Not make the playoffs. Well, Calais Campbell was gone and Jalen Ramsey was gone and that defense went from best to worst and trash can juice. Protesting. Now that's not the case now because Trevor Lawrence and company, you know, they balling out of control, beat the brakes off of um, the Chargers, a very good Chargers team. Yeah, we both were not expecting that. But we no, we both called it. No, we didn't. We we both didn't pick Jacksonville last week. I think we both because because you know Justin, I think we did. Justin Herbert was supposed to be hurt, and I said he wasn't gonna make it through the whole game. I think we did. I can tell you right now. Uh, no, we split. I took the charge. You took the jack. Oh. <laughs> so we split on that one. Um, so what you got in this? So you are you you rocking with Kimfo Kirk in this one? Oh, let me write that down because I have to follow. You know it. You know it. You know it. You know it. <sighs> You know what? I'm going to stick with the Vikings on this one. You rocking with Kim Folk too? It's This is one of those weird games like the Saints could fuck around and score 30 points. And still lose. Like, <laughs> no, like they could score 30 points and the Vikings could only score 17. But at some point, Justin Jefferson is going to also show up again and play football. Because um, last week it was the Adam Thielen show. Well, you, I think um, Justin Jefferson after last year, which was... Freaking amazing. Um, these LSU receivers are something serious. Um, Seriously. 
uh, you, you know, Jarvis, uh, Odell. Well, clearly so are them Ohio State ones because Chris Olave. Yeah, well. <laughs> who's leading uh, all rookies in receiving yards, Who, who, who else? I mean, you got uh, Jarvis, Odell, Justin Jefferson, uh, Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's it. I don't know what they got going on at LSU because LSU normally doesn't have, like, a very, very good quarterback. But they always have very good skill players. I mean, but then the same could be said about Alabama receivers. Jalen Waddle. Truth. Devontae Smith. Truth. Like, they're there. And yeah, they're yeah, yeah. In the game. Don't forget about the Alabama trio that was all on one, all on the same team at once. Um, You remember Trent Richardson? Yes, I do. <laughs> anyway, let's, let's keep it. To the Sunday it. night game. Another big game for both these teams. You got Chiefs at Bucks. Super Bowl rematch. Last time these teams faced off, Patrick Mahomes looked extremely pedestrian. And I'm still going with the GOAT. Going with TB12 and company? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is with the, the Bucks offense right now. Um, well, last week, we know what it was. They was missing everybody. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying, like, um, their offense hasn't really put up anything high. But their defense... On them, it's kind of like a beginning of Tom Brady's career all over again. Their deep, their defense is very, very much performing. They're keeping them in these games. Um, I think Devin White and company will keep them in this game, and Tom Brady will close it out. The Bucks are the kind of team that once their offense is fully healthy, it's going to be probably holding the ball. Yeah, yeah. Because once you get a healthy Evans, Godwin, Julio, yeah. Now you got Russell Gage and Scotty Miller's your four or five. It's ridiculous. Leonard Fournette, Cameron Bray, like. Oh, oh, by the way, like Skip says, little Scotty Miller. Oh, little man. Scotty Miller. I wish he would stop with that <laughs> shit. But I also got the Bucks in this game as well. Ain't Scotty Miller like 5'10"? No, shorter. Yeah, exactly. Little Scotty Miller. But <laughs> the reason I'm really going with the Bucks is not necessarily the offense. It's just it's the, the Bucks defense, defense yeah. against. I don't. Who. Name me a offensive player outside of Patrick Mahomes that's going to beat the Bucks defense because it's not Travis Kelsey. Maybe it's Josh not, Allen if if Stephon Diggs no, catches no, no. fire in the Chiefs Bucks game. Oh, oh, in the Chiefs Bucks game because uh, it ain't Juju, it, it ain't, ain't Juju, it ain't MVS, it ain't Clyde Edwards-Helaire. I, I, I think, um, I do think the Chiefs the first two weeks have overperformed on offense. I really feel they've overperformed because they lost so they lost so much with losing Tyreek Hill. Travis Kelsey hasn't really had a big game yet. No. Um. So Hilaire did. Hilaire did. Yeah. But I, I I think on offense they've been overperforming. They have. We haven't seen that game from Juju yet. No. Now Mahomes had Mahomes played a great game against the Chargers. That was a damn close game. That was like, a very good game. They almost lost that game. We're almost talking about a one and two Chiefs. Yeah. Team, but they pulled that Thursday night opening Amazon and, Prime and, game. And off. on the flip side, their defense isn't going to stop anybody from actually scoring. Um, I do believe if. Mike Evans is uh is due for a big week in the fir- in the beginning of the season. It will be this one. Well, I don't I don't think they have anybody on Kansas City to guard Mike Evans. Well, it's already been proven. Kansas City's secondary is vulnerable to big receivers. Yeah, i.e. the Chargers and Mike Williams. They yep. couldn't stop Mike Williams to save their fucking lives. And they're not going to stop Mike Evans. So damn that they're not going to stop Julio. If Julio plays. Yeah. In the red zone, you could potentially have Mike Evans and Julio Jones. 
who the fuck you gonna cover? And then when Godwin comes back, you have Godwin too. Godwin Man. is practicing this week. There's a chance Godwin plays. He's not gonna play. No, I no. They held him out because he didn't have a full week of practice last week. This week, he's already starting off the I, week with a couple of good practices. They're two and one, right? Yes, they're both two and one. I think they should hold Godwin back one more week. I really do. I don't. I don't think they should play him this week. I think they should hold him back one more week, um, just because it's like, look, we're not panicking. We want to make sure you come back completely healthy. So, uh, well, if, I mean, if 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 Godwin isn't a hundred percent and he's more like eighty five, there's no sense of urgency to play him in this game. But what is eighty five? We don't know. Everybody's hamstrings are different. Oh yeah. So, you know, I'm just saying to to, to be on the cautious side. I mean, look, because we all we've all been athletes. My hamstring will be a hundred percent can feel a hundred percent healthy after being done down for like eleven days, and as soon as I ramp it up, that bitch gets tight again. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You so, should probably hold him out. So how do you know until you test it? Well, you he go- can test his hamstring in pregame warm, but feel great, and then thirty seven snaps later, his shit tight again. Well, that's what I'm saying. They should hold him out one more. I think they should hold him out one more week, just because, like, look. We're not in desperate need of you coming back. We're good. Just sit out this week. Take your time. We're going to go back into practice again, and we want you to go 100 at everything in practice to see how you feel before we throw you out on the field. Because the one thing you don't want to do is bring him back this week, and he goes, let's say he goes 85, and out of nowhere, after 15 plays, his hamstring is tight again, and now he's going to miss another two or three weeks. Hamstrings are one of them things that's just funny. As long as you can rest the player... Rest him. So if Tampa Bay wins this week and they end up they end up three and one, it's like, look, we still kinda don't need you back, although we want you back. Take it easy. We'll check it Friday, Saturday, Friday and Saturday. If you want to go next week, go ahead. But I would I would tell him sit him out this week. I really do, because the last thing you want to do is play him and uh have him re injure. Obviously, there's no you can't tell, especially yeah. with a hamstring. Hamstrings, you just Hey, he's going to be out for two weeks, and here we are two months later. He still can't play, or he still can't go. I know. I played basketball for fun, and uh, I tweaked my hamstring. And for four months, my hamstring did not feel right. When I tried to run, it was a no-go. When I walked, it was okay. The minute I tried to peel off, it was a no-go. So keep him. I'd say keep him out as long as you can. I'm not going to lie to you. As long as you're winning without him, I would say keep him out no until the bye week. Man, I don't That's know. another Look, one too. Bro, I spent sixty sixty percent of my deployment to Africa with a strained groin. Ooh. And I thought I did not. Now, mind you, I landed. I land. I got off the plane. Off the plane in June. My shit wasn't good till December. And I was, and that's because I was. I didn't. I'm telling on myself. I didn't go to the medics. I did my own rehab. Because being the guy I am, I didn't want to miss the Army-Navy flag football game. That was, like, the most important thing out there. And I was like, fuck that. I still, when that game came along, I was probably 95%. But I was also playing in the basketball league out there and some other stuff, trying to get myself right. I was I was arriving to the, game, the basketball games, like, an hour before game time. To loosen up. To loosen up. To stretch, doing fucking yoga stretch, doing the fucking scorpion stretches, like trying to get that, like you you hooped with me, so you already know. Yeah. So if I'm telling you that I was not a hundred percent knowing the way I hoop, you're not effective. Like it it took 
it was it was hard. I had to change the way I play basketball, and I didn't like that because I'm gonna, I like to be explosive. I couldn't be as explosive. No, you just had to play lockdown defense. And I had to and I had to resort to shooting a lot. I don't like shooting a lot. I don't. I really don't. I hate shooting. Yeah, but your corner three is automatic. Eh. <laughs> it actually was a lot harder for me to make the damn corner three. Of course, I couldn't. You know, you don't elevate. Off. Yeah. No. So I like, but I once if I got in the air to the lane, it was fine. <clears throat> but like. It just didn't, it never, like, it, until I played in the third season out there is when I felt normal. Because I had a I had a game-winning layup off of missed free throw. Like, they missed a free throw. My guy rebounded, threw that bitch to the other side of the court. I caught that hoe, went up, and do him in the back of the head, but I still made the uh, still made the layup type shit. Don't Steph Curry shit, because I did his celebration, you know, the little shimmy at the end. I was feeling myself that day. It was, it was in the playoffs. We beat them in the playoffs. It was a big deal. So... Don't act like you don't like the Steph Curry shimmy hoe. I don't. All right. One more, I don't. One more primetime game. We got Rams at Niners. The Rams have won six straight against the Niners. Yeah, but the win streak comes to end this week. Um, yeah, it comes to end this week. Word. I do. I do believe that. Um. So you're taking the Rams. Wait, 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 wait. Who, who, who's won six in a row? The Rams. Yeah, but the win streak comes to an end. Taking the 49ers. That's what I just, yeah, that's what I said. Oh, okay. Okay, so you take, okay. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm taking the 49ers. Um, I don't care who plays at home. I don't care who plays away. Well, I mean, the game's in Levi Stadium if you care, but you don't care. No, so. no. Um, I just, I love Cooper Cup and I love Matthew Stafford, but if they can't find anything consistent outside of those two, obviously Odell isn't playing and Robert Williams is obviously left. Um, I really do wish Robert Williams would have came back because Cooper and Robert Williams were the were the dynamic duo for. Oh, for Robert Woods. I was like, Robert Woods. Like, my bad. I said Williams I like, Woods. Who the fuck is? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, I'm, in about, Woods. Uh, I'm thinking you talk about the Celtics player. I was no, 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 like, no, no, no. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Robert Woods. They were obviously a dynamic duo for like three years. They had the most catches and yards by a duo. Um, I mean that 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 offense kind of looks. One dimensional right now, and what San Francisco defense does best is take away what you like the most. Um, obviously, whenever they whenever they play last, they couldn't do it last year, obviously because they still had Odell on the other side. But without Odell now, I just I feel like they're lacking a true number two, receiving wise. I don't think they're lacking it. I just don't think they target him enough. Well, that too. But you have to give him a chance. Like Allen Robinson is a taller. I love Allen. You know I love Allen. Yeah, Robinson. but I'm saying, but if you know, so if they actually target him, I don't think they're gonna get. I mean, so I'm going to play Allen Robinson, hoping to actually target him. Because if they actually target him, they they could probably win this game. So with all that being said, I am taking the Rams. Of course you are. This is going to be the most complete game the Rams play this early in the season. Okay. And by complete game. Running back's going to do what the running backs do. Higby's going to ball out. Stafford's going to take care of the ball. He may get a little close, but I don't trust Jimmy G. And you and you shouldn't. So, I don't trust Jimmy G that much either. But Mind um, you, the game that the Niners played last week was Jimmy G's first live rep since his injury. Yeah. I don't think there's a – even with Debo and, and Elijah Mitchell or whoever the fuck the running back is, Jeff Wilson, whoever the hell the running back is right now, <laughs> Like and Kittle's still recovering from a groin injury. Like, I just I feel like Kid, the Niners them, are reeling. Them, them being without Kittle really sucks. 
Because George Kittle well, is... Well, Kittle, Kittle played last week just... Yeah, yeah but you, you know, they, they, yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's not Kittle. No, so, yeah. and that's what I was I think the Niners are reeling. And I think that reel continues. I don't. I think... I think uh, I just I don't believe in the Rams defense this year. I don't think they're that good. Um, I do well, believe. Speak for yourself, because Jalen Ramsey has other things to say. Because he's been yeah, playing. Yeah, but, the, but the, hey, Ramsey been playing. J- Jalen Ramsey the last has two games. J- J- Jalen Ra- Jalen Ramsey obviously will feast upon receivers that aren't like top five. But outside of Jalen Ramsey, they're kind of. I feel like over the mid, they're they're really missing Von Miller over the middle right now, and to get into the quarterback. And I do believe. It helps having Bobby Wagner as a linebacker. It, it it does, but I mean... Well, as far as run-stopping, it, yeah. it's been a big it, difference. It, it, it does, but I mean... Yeah. You still got you still got Fowler on the... You still got Fowler. Like, now, I don't remember who the hell their other corner is. I don't remember who the other corner is either. Um, But, like I said, um, I'm going to take the 49ers. I think uh, the 49ers are in the streak this week. I might okay. be going out on the limb here and picking with my heart instead of my head, but to hell with it. That's all good. That's the only game we separate on so far. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. The rest, I'm, of, I'm, the rest I'm, of them were all the same. Yeah, I'm gonna take the 49ers. I definitely will. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, tune in to Bruising Cues for the rest of our picks. Uh, we will be dropping that on Saturday. Saturday. Saturday it is. Saturday gonna be a, a hellacious day. Yeah. Cause I got yeah got first volleyball games. I got I'm having surgery on Friday. Surgery on what? I'm. Oh. Okay. So I had I had I had PRK aka a different type of LASIK in February. My right eye has not recovered as well as my left. My left is seeing twenty twenty. My right is seeing twenty forty. Hmm. I just don't talk about it. So I've been playing football and doing everything else with basically a blur and a not so blur. I've been using my other senses. So. So essentially, what are they gonna do? We're gonna hit the, we're gonna hit it with the laser again. Oh, okay. We're gonna do a .75 correction. I was wearing a I was wearing one contact in my right eye that was a point seven five and it made the difference as far as sharpening the vision overall. Okay. So I have surgery Friday, I have a follow up on Saturday. I get the lens out on Mon Tuesday. <coughs> so Okay. On top of that, I will be assistant coaching a volleyball game that Saturday after my pre op after my post op appointment. What the hell? Do you, have you met me? Uh, apparently I have. You know, you know, if you think life, L-I-F-E, life is going to stop, fuck you mean. It ain't stopping. I don't have anything else to say. Let's continue. <laughs> so let's get to the shout outs, man. Let's get to the shout outs. We at that point in the show, so we know we got to knock these shout outs out. Mm. Mm. He said, mm, my drink empty. Yeah, well. Uh, you want you want to kick it off for once? Yeah, I will. Okay, I'm gonna kick it off to our special guest that is here live in studio in the back cave, big homie, who will be eventually coming on and giving us a lesson on fragrances. He is also soon to be a New York Times best-selling author, and already wrote two books, working on a third, doing all kind of crazy shit. So I'm shouting out the big bro that's sitting right across the table from us because he is doing big things. And y'all gonna see the fruits of his labor sooner rather than later. Well, damn, he took mine. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't have let you go first because that was gonna be mine. I should have put you on the hot seat. And of course, my shout out will go to 
Zing, zing, tings. Hey, man, hold on. We're getting ready to do some uh, some big things coming up next year. We got a lot of things planned. Um, of course, we're going to get uh, we're going to get back into the travel agency game for uh, for Caribbean festivals all around the world. So I'm I'm excited about that. Um, and of course, also shout out to my brother, um, Jew Fresh. You know what I'm saying? The show still would not be the same without this track. Also, if you haven't heard the uh, 2K23 Beats album by Jew Fresh. Get on all your streaming platforms. It's amazing. I fuck with that Curry Slide. I will say it over and over again. The Curry Slide is hard. Drew Fresh, we got to get you back on, bro. We got to talk about this whole ass album. Um, I do have one last shout out. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to the only other little girl amongst our nieces and nephews, Alyssa, my brother Josh's daughter. She turned three hey. yesterday. So the leader of the terror squad, the terror squad consists of <clears throat> our two daughters, the light skinned terror squad. That's what they do. Wow. So she just turned three and she's. Shall we do for, shall we do for the black people? One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. You see, that's why we, you can't put us in a room together. Hey. <laughs> At least we ain't got that one random ass angel. And man, ain't mine. I'll like shut up. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. At least with Jane here talking about some happy, happy in the background. Uh, pop him in the back of his fucking football. <laughs> <laughs> one of these days, Jacob. Oh man, man. <laughs> he gonna be ready to fight. Oh boy, boy, boy. But I don't say nothing. I wouldn't say to him if he was sitting right here in this chair. So yeah, it don't make a difference to me. LXG. Hold these up. days, we're going to have to have a round table while this podcast is going oh, on because it only God. makes sense. It only makes sense. Mind you, of course, Ace being way to fuck up there in Austin will be the only one that can't. Well, and you, Fred, being in a whole other state. Um, it's only two that wouldn't be able to be here, per se. Hmm? Yeah, he mm-hmm. ain't in, in, in the hope. But the rest of us I don't have nothing to tell is shit. somewhat what we call locale, a.k.a. local. So, also, John L., we got to bring your ass on the show, too. Oh, though. for sure, man. Like, you've you been one of our, outside of, like, Ivan and a couple others, man. You've been, you been engaged with us since day one. You always got critiques for us. You always calling, you know, call a spade a spade, and we all for that. So, we got to get you on the show to come do your thing one time for the one time. I think it'll be great. Uh, we got a few others that I'd like to get on the show for sure. Um, talk to your friends. I really want to get this NBA league filled up. Yeah, ideally, I'd really twelve is a magic number. I really think twelve is perfect because the amount of NBA players, I think twelve is a perfect league because now the stars are divided. The draft will be a lot more similar to our current gentlemen's league type of draft. Yo, that that draft is stupid. Now it's all about what role players are you drafting, not the stars. What role players are you drafting? I don't know if you've been keeping up that much, but let me explain something to you real quick. We had. The NFL draft. There's eight players in eight players in the league. Yep. This draft was so hard. Every single person in the draft all got B minus as a grade. Everybody. The whole fucking group. The whole group got a B minus as a grade. And it has nothing to do with you didn't draft or it has everything to do with everybody's even. On any given week, any team can go off. It's crazy. How I'm, good everybody's draft turned out. I'm really curious to see how the end of the season's going to look. 
I mean, I can answer that for you, but I mean, I'm just gonna let it play out. Yeah, I can answer that for you. I have an idea, but I'm you know. I can tell you the two teams that's not gonna make it into the playoffs. Oh no, everybody makes it into the playoffs, right? I can I can for sure pick two teams that's gonna lose in the first round. <laughs> I can for sure pick that. We'll see. Sorry, CJ. <laughs> Boy, CJ be catching all kind of strays. Oh bro. man, like, damn, shit. Um, all right, so let's get into it. Let's get into our somewhat new exclusive for the NFL season segment we got going on, and it's "Is He a Hall of Famer?" So, got another one for you. Yay! So last week we had Kirk Cousins. This week. We're not using a quarterback. We are using Okay, this is going to be a, this is going to be a hard one. We're then. using a pass catcher, a receiver. Could no, a receiver or a, a, a pass, pass a pass catcher. Okay. Which but it's not a running back. I I'm, when I say pass catcher, I'm specifically saying receiver or tight end. Okay, okay. Obviously, I'm, you know you have your yeah, hybrid yeah. run, but I'm with receiver it. or tight end. Okay. So, career numbers. 713 catches. 8506 yards. With eighty-five touchdowns, that's some, that's some longest touchdown for his career was fifty-nine yards. That's some pretty good. Yeah, put some pretty good numbers there. Biggest season this individual had was ninety-nine catches, thirteen hundred and ten yards, and eleven touchdowns. Same year he put up that fifty-nine-yard <coughs> uh, touchdown. Mm. Um, season that was not too not too far off from that. A couple years later, well, about two years later. 1,200 yards, 1,215 yards, excuse me, 16 touchdowns, longest um, touchdown was 56 yards, but 86 catches that year. So 99 to 86, not a bad drop-off. 16 touchdowns in one year? Yeah. That's pretty damn good, especially if he's a tight end. Yeah, um. so, so the <laughs> million, So the million-dollar question, I will tell you, like, yes, remember, so for those who are behind or sleep under a rock like Patrick Starr, this segment is, is he a Hall of Famer? We are currently using current players. It's not somebody that already retired. These are current NFL players. You just got to figure out, you know. Damn. You know. Well, that 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 definitely brought, because that, that means it can't be Dallas Clark. <laughs> no, it's not Dallas Clark, but that was not a bad guess, though. Yeah, that, that's who I was if, leaning if towards. Because, I, I mean, if I, if I opened it up like that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, it kind of. Um, I think it takes away from it because I, I I wanted to use a guy like Reggie Bush today just to see what would happen, but I was like, eh, he's not a current player. Reggie Bush has some good numbers. I know him. his numbers are interesting. Question numbers, is, is yeah. he a Hall of Famer though? His numbers are very interesting. That's why I think this one. I'm curious to know your answer because when I name the player, it might may or may not change how you feel about it. Okay, so he had 16 touchdowns in the season. Yes. What was his second highest touchdowns in the season? 11. 11. And you say he had 8,000. Said four double digit touchdown seasons. Sheesh. Yeah. Uh, what was uh, his, his yards for his whole career so far? 8,506. For an 11 year career. Okay, for an 11 year career, this dude definitely, I feel like this dude has to be a tight end. Or it could be a little known receiver. If he's a receiver, I'm definitely going no, not for eight thousand yards. So I'm going to say if he's a tight end. 
Well, I need I need names. I know, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm just the original question is is he a Hall of Famer or not? Well, yeah. But so so just so that's like last week you still had to give me names. Yeah, I'm gonna give you names after I decide if he's a Hall of Famer or not. Okay. So um, that's what I did last week. So um, for 11 years, only 8,000 yards. That that has that's screaming tight end unless they're a number two. So it's definitely not a number one receiver. Um, this is 2022, so 11 years ago, back to uh, 2011. Whoo! Is that the same year Kirk Cousins got drafted? Uh, it's a pretty good draft class. I can't remember. I can't remember what year Kirk Cousins got. But we talked about it last week. Yeah, I can't remember. But, um, I don't think so though. I think no. Pretty sure he was. He was already in the league. Okay. When, actually, yeah, he was in the league already when because Cousins came in what. Twelve? Oh yeah, Cousins came in twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was already in the league when Kirk Cousins yeah. came. Before Kirk Cousins came into the league. I'm gonna say it's a tight end. No, wait. Eleven years. I mean, if you break it down, I mean, you could however you want to look at. It, but I mean, I'm like, saying because because not everybody is Mike Evans and puts up a thousand yards a year every no, year. No, but I mean, but eighty five touchdowns is still. Like, eighty five touchdowns is a lot. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of touchdowns yeah. in eleven years. You 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 you're basically so averaging even eight touchdowns so a year. Even if your number, like if your total yards isn't there, yeah, your the touchdowns. touchdowns are are massive, which means you're scoring yeah. a lot. You know. Um. Whoo. Okay. I'm going to say, eighty-five touchdowns is, is 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 the thing that. Because we don't do we when, when they don't give accolades. You know, we we don't normally we don't ask for accolades. So I'm gonna say. If he has 85 touchdowns, this dude must have two or three all pros at this point. For 85 touchdowns, that's a lot. So I'm going to say he, he had to have at least two two or three all pros, especially for a 16-touchdown season. That's ridiculous. Um, is there any number one receivers I could think of that I would guess? No, because I don't think Julio Jones... Yes, they Julio Jones has alerts to touchdowns for a couple of seasons. I don't think I don't think Julio Jones ever caught sixteen touchdowns in a season, dog. Um but he, he would always make the big plays, yeah. but But you did just you gave me an idea for <laughs> somebody for 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 who to use for next week. You just gave me like two um, people to think about. Another person that I could say but I think he has more than eight thousand yards. A person I would be but he has some he had some early seasons. Another person I'd be interested in thinking as a receiver is AJ Green. Hmm. Um. Any any help? Any help here? In, in anything? Um. Okay. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna say, no, he's not a Hall of Famer. Okay. Even though he has 85 touchdowns, that's a lot of freaking touchdowns in 11 years. Cause that's damn near 10 touchdowns a year. I'm. This person could be hurt a lot though. Um. Gronk is no longer playing actively. So it definitely can't be Gronk. I would be willing to bet money if I pulled Gronk stats. His stats probably be better than this. Well, yeah, but well, I'm, I'm, maybe. I'm, we'll see. Yards wise, I think he'll be better. Touchdown wise, he might be in the same realm. Touchdowns, he. I, 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 matter of fact, now nah, I, I think Gronk has the I most touchdowns say, by no, a tight end all I time now. Say, I'm pretty sure Gronk has more. I'm touchdowns. gonna go. Okay, okay. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say yes. Okay. Because he has 85 touchdowns in 11 years, which is a lot of people don't average eight touchdowns. I mean, it might be just a little under eight. But is is this true to today, the amount of touchdowns? Or is this true to, like, the end of last season? 
Well, so his last season wasn't all that good. No, but I'm saying like the like the 85 touchdowns is what he has to this day, and the Correct. yards. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's including anything that he's done this season. Um, no touchdowns this season. If I had to take a guess at a wide receiver, if I had to take a guess at a wide receiver, I'm, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you one wide receiver, and one tight end, and I'm gonna let uh big homie. If he has any guesses, I'm going to let Big Homie take a guess. If I had to take a guess of wide receiver, I would say it's one of my favorite receivers who's underrated, but he gets injured a lot. Um, And he happens to play for the Chargers. And I'm going to say Keenan Allen if it's a receiver. Okay. If it's a tight end, I'll go... Oh, shit. Man, there's a lot of tight ends. Like, I know. Well, I say there's a lot. I'm if, curious to see what direction you go. Though. If 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 I if I had to say, I don't think Travis Kelsey was in the league in 2011, so I can't. I definitely can't go Travis Kelsey. I can't um, say off the top of my head. But 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 that wouldn't. But that would make him like a stud stud tight end. 85 touchdowns will make you a stud tight end though. Um, if I had to take a tight end, I'll go. Um, can't think of any tight ends that were in the league in 2011. Um, that scored that much besides Gronk. Whew. Uh, I could tell you one person. It's not Mike Evans. <laughs> I could tell you that much. No, Mike Evans was, was not <laughs> coming into his own just yet. Um, but Mike Evans has so many yards, so many thousand yards uh, receiving. Um, okay, so yeah, give me Keenan Allen as the wide receiver and give me. I can't think of a tight end that would put up those numbers. Um, any rushing yards on that? No. No? Okay. Outside of what maybe um, he played for the Chargers. I forgot his name. Um, Doesn't matter. It's not him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just thinking. Of, I'm just. I'm, I know. I'm, I'm thinking without. I, 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 I just want to. Because you know, some, some receivers do do actually run. So oh, I know. Um, Cooper Cup got his first rushing touchdown last Yeah. Give me. Ooh. Let's say Keenan Allen or man, I can't think of any. I can't think of any active. I can't think of any active tight ends right now that would be that high into in touchdown receptions. Uh, besides uh, what's the Vikings tight end? Uh oh, Kyle Rudolph, who's not with them anymore. Yeah. Because Kyle Rudolph plays for. I don't think Kyle Rudolph scored that much though. I think Kyle Rudolph was. I think he's on. Is he with the Patriots now? I don't think Kyle or Rudolph is he with scored the Giants. That much. I th- uh, he's a, is it the Giants or the Titans? I think I don't. He, I, I don't think I don't he's remember. with the Giants. I have, um, I have to look that up because I know he. I do know. I know. I know he changed teams. Yeah, bro. I, I, outside of Keenan Allen, I don't know who I could guess. Um, help. Anything. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of uh, Keenan Allen might be as good as a guess of I just you're gonna, you're gonna be mad at yourself whenever whenever I tell you. Um, you know what? No, okay. I'll say I'm gonna pick two receivers. I'm going to say either give me Keenan Allen or Odell Beckham Jr. Okay, those are the two. That, that's the two I'm going with Keenan okay. Allen or Odell Beckham. And you said because that. Odell because Odell has been hurt a lot too. Yeah. 
But I don't think if I don't remember if Odell was in the league in 2011. But I, I really don't. I, I don't think he was in the league in 2011. And you're gonna say that this individual is a Hall of Famer. I'm gonna say by the output of touchdowns, he should get. If he has any, if if he has at least two or three All Pros, he should be. But I mean, got you. Yeah, I, I, give, give me give me Odell looking now. That's that's okay. the that's the two best guesses I could have off All the top right. of my head. Josh, anything? No. Okay. My opinion. Before I reveal this individual's name, going to make it in the first ballot or two. That's a lot of touchdowns, man. That's that's very very good. This individual is Jimmy Graham. Oh, I didn't think of Jimmy Graham. Oh yeah, Jimmy Graham is a Hall of Famer for sure. I I didn't think Jimmy Graham was still active. Is he is he still in Seattle? Bears. Bears. I didn't I didn't know Jimmy he, Graham. He went back. To the Bears. Okay, I didn't. So, I didn't realize Jimmy Graham was still playing. I thought he had retired. Played with New Orleans in 2010, obviously. Yeah. 2011 is when he had the uh, he had 11 yeah. touchdowns. He had the 16 touchdowns with the Saints. He had the 10 touchdowns with the Saints. Yeah. He had 10 with the Seahawks. He played with the Packers and he played with the Bears. I didn't. I didn't realize Jimmy Graham was still playing. I would have probably. Yeah. I thought he retired. Oh man. He's just not really. Yeah. He'll we'll say he, active. He, he, That's the he's word he's not use. a Jimmy Graham of old. No, I, hell no. I didn't I I didn't know Jimmy Graham was still playing. I didn't. That's because he's Yeah. yeah I cuz I I was really thinking hard about a tight end, but I just I didn't I didn't think Jimmy Graham was actually playing. But yeah, Jimmy Graham's a Hall of Famer. Um he has a couple of All-Pros on his name. So Oh, I mean. I, yeah. You know what I'm saying? If if he if he has two or three All-Pros, he's definitely going to the Hall of Fame. Um But you know, like I said, like I said last week with with Kirk Cousins, because Kirk Cousins has what? What was it like? Six, four thousand yard, four thousand yard seasons? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and he doesn't really yeah. have the accolades so, to back a, it up. As you can see, Jimmy Graham has been inactive via coach's decision. See, this is that's not fair, man. <laughs> I, no, I just, I, but I knew he was a current player. I didn't, I didn't realize Jimmy Graham was still playing in the NFL. I like, had Jimmy no Graham idea. Jimmy Graham is thirty five years old, so I, I had no idea he was still playing. Um, so not around the. Around a similar age to when Shannon Sharp retired, yeah, big play Shay. So there you go. That 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 man, yeah, Jimmy Graham's a Hall of Famer. But like I said, um, it would be easier if you'd be like, hey, he was a All Pro this year, that year, and he had he had six. I think Jimmy Graham made the Pro Bowl five or six times, something like that. Pretty sure. I mean, he was with the Saints when they had the, that high powered ass offense in twenty eleven. So. Yeah. The number one scoring offense. Yeah, the one that underachieved in the end. Yes. <laughs> Did they underachieve? Yeah, yeah. Yes, absolutely. I couldn't remember if it was 2010 or, or 2011. But yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, they underachieved. Um, okay. They had, they had Bounty Gate shortly after that. Yeah, Jim, Jimmy Graham is a good one. That was a That was a good one. Uh, It was hard to pick just because you got to take into account that if it's a receiver and they were injured. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, if you go pull up Sterling Sharp's numbers, even though he was injured, and he, I think Sterling Sharp only played seven. Sterling Sharp is a damn Hall of Famer, too, by the way. And they need to stop playing and let that man in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Shannon talks about that quite a bit. Yeah. But, yeah. But you gave me a couple of ideas for who to use next week. That was a good one, man. Yeah. That that that, that was definitely a good one. Um. All right. So, what we got up? What we, what we, what we... So, we did that... Um. That was I was looking forward to that. I really wanted. I was curious because you guessed last week. I was I was I was you got that one. That was hard. 
I actually thought last week was harder than this week. But I didn't. I mean, because there's I, so many quarterbacks that fall into that that similar skill range. I don't think as I, far as the yards and all that stuff. Like if you just, I mean, if I was to pull ten quarterbacks, I probably could find ten quarterbacks with similar ish numbers who haven't really won shit. I think. I think last week, had I not known when Kirk Cousins was drafted, if I'd have, if I'd have probably gotten him in like five tries. But if I if I wouldn't have known when he was drafted, I definitely yeah. wouldn't have guessed him in the first two. That's why I learned after the first. But, I, I can't tell you because if I'd have told you he was he was drafted in 2011, that would have numbered things down quite a bit. Well, not as not receiving as well, wise because re- it receivers are are because di- there's a lot of talented receivers who are uh just a product of how good their quarterback is. This is true. I mean, could you imagine a, a, a prime Andre Johnson with a prime Tom Brady? And they were both in their prime at the same time. So it's very legitimate to ask the question. Well, I can imagine because we, we, you know, we've seen a, a not in his prime Randy Moss with a prime Tom Brady. So. Oh, that's ridiculous. I'd and never look, even and, yeah. look, and look what that was. A, a record-breaking season. So just imagine that. Just for the sake of discussion, just imagine if you would have somehow, someway had a, a Randy Moss and Chris Carter with a Tom Brady in his prime. There's no way in hell the league would have survived. No, that might have been. Tom would have been looking like Bill Russell with eleven rings. Uh, um, New 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 England has grass, right? Yeah. Well, there was the greatest show on turf. This would have been the greatest show ever on grass, and been the greatest show in a stadium. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's what I've got uh, this weekend. Of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, the bruising cues. We are coming ah, back. You want to do some quick takes real quick? I got a couple of quick takes for you. What you got? I'm ready. All right. You want to chime in on some quick takes? Do you know what quick takes is? Allow me to reintroduce quick takes to the people out Allow there. him to reintroduce himself. This is quick takes, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to ask the question. This is not an open-ended response. I want your response that first comes to mind. All right? So, I mean, you're going to have to kind of speak a little loud so the people hear you or, or Jeremy can read what you said or something along them lines. All right? Here we go. Last week, Stephon Diggs, three touchdowns. Uh, I think it was over 200 yards receiving. No. Uh, oh, oh uh, close to 200 yards receiving. Is that the best performance we're going to see for a receiver the whole season? No. No one no. Does Justin Jefferson bounce back this week? Yes. No. He said Marshawn Lattimore shuts him down. Okay. Is Jalen Ramsey the best corner in the league? Yes. That's a yes for you too. When Dak comes back, Dak or uh, Cooper oh. Rush? Mm. Doesn't matter. Why doesn't it matter? We we'll talk about that after. <laughs> yeah, when Cooper when Dak comes back, Dak or Cooper Rush for the Cowboys? Cooper Rush. Wow. Okay. If you can have any quarterback this week in fantasy football, who are you taking? Lamar Jackson. That's a good one. I didn't. I didn't expect to hear Lamar Jackson. But that's a very good one. Mm-mm-mm. Come back to that. I mean, the easy money would have been Jalen Hurts because they playing the Jags. But no, nah, give me Lamar. Lamar is in a in a prove it year, man. That's that's dangerous. Okay. Did Lamar Jackson make a mistake turning down the contract that they offered him at the beginning of the season? No. 
more importantly, will Lamar Jackson be a Raven next year? Yes. Mm. I already told you, Lamar's going to be a $300 million quarterback. <clears throat> if the Cleveland Browns finish over 500 without Deshaun Watson, when Deshaun Watson come back, then make it to the playoffs. Yes. Deshaun gets you three wins. And he's coming back week 12? Yeah, 11 or 12. 11 or 12? I absolutely think they're a playoff team. If they're if they're sitting at 500, I think that I think if because mind you, here's the difference between typical suspensions and Deshaun's suspension. Deshaun can start practicing before he comes back from his suspension. Beautiful. He can start practicing in November. He can he's already at the he can already work out at the facility right now. Okay. He just can't practice. He can't start practicing until November. He can officially be on the practice field, I believe it's like November 11th or 12th, some shit like that. Mind you, they play the Texans December 4th. December 5th, excuse me. Okay. Um, so, yes. Best running back in the NFL? Nick Chubb. That was quick. That might be the quickest response you ever had on quick takes in the first two weeks. I The eye test says, and I don't think it's close. Right I now, I don't think it's close. Like, it's not Jonathan Taylor. It's not Dalvin Cook. Like, it's not close. The closest running back behind behind him is probably Cordell Patterson right now. And that's, uh, that's ridiculous. Maybe even James Robinson. Cordell, I just I just seen a stat that Cordell Patterson is third. Um, and he plays, he plays for the Falcons. You realize that Cordell Patterson is one, one kickoff return touchdown away from the record? Of Devin Hester? Yes. Okay. So that give that that gives me a quick take right now. Devin Hester or Cordell Patterson. Devin Hester. Okay, well, damn. Devin Hester is the cheat code. Okay. Is. You had the game plan for a special teams player. Yeah, you did. Come on now. All right. Last but not least. Does any team in the AFC West win the Super Bowl this year? No. No one no. Mind you, the AFC West consists of the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Broncos, and the Raiders. And it's a no. The Raiders end up with the number one overall pick in the draft. Woo! Wait a minute. This is quick takes, not hot takes. Wait a minute. Hold up. That was actually a bold take. Hold up. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. This thing is called quick takes, and you giving hot takes out right now. Wait a minute. My goodness. Whew. So they're going to end up worse than the Texans. They're 0-3? The Texas. Texans at least got a tie? Oh, my God. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. What <laughs> sounds worse, 0-3 or 0-2-1? 0-3. Okay. Just throwing it out there. I, but, 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 so, oh, oh, over the Texans, over the Colts. The Texans going to fuck around and pull some shit like the Jags did last yeah, year. Yeah, I, I think. a couple games that they ain't got no business winning. I, I think, like I, how the Jags beat the Bills last year. I, I, th- I think they're going to fuck around and beat, one, beat the Jags. <laughs> Next time they play the Jags, I do. Um, the Raiders have a bear, have an uphill climb. I think the Raiders will not have the overall pick, just because when they play outside the division, I can see them winning a couple. I can see them winning more games than the Texans do. They um, lost to the Cardinals, and they were winning. They were up. They were up eleven points on the Cardinals, and Kyler Murray oh, ran their ass into a win. One, one more, one more quick take, because I was supposed to ask this, and I forgot because you gave me that curveball at the end. Will Devontae Adams regret leaving Aaron Rodgers in the past? No, 
because he most likely does not like Aaron Rodgers as a person. Aaron Rodgers is a trash person. I, we we know this, but as a, as a quarterback, we talk about something completely different. Well, Brett Favre, Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers are very good, are, are very good buddies. Um, they weren't at first. They weren't at first, but Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers are very good buddies. Well, that should ta- tell gonna, you we're enough. Not gonna, we're not going to talk about Brett Favre right now. He don't deserve to be mentioned on this podcast right now. The world is more focused on Ime Udoka than they are on okay. Brett Favre. Is Ime Udoka suspension fair? No. No. Is it because he's black? No. Ooh. I knew I was going to hit a nurse somewhere in there. I don't entirely think it's because he's black. I just entirely think it's a corporate thing. Because the problem is the individual had it. Didn't matter who the coach was. Let's just throw that out. Throw the color out the picture. It's the <laughs> fact that the woman I know. involved in the picture is married to a very high executive exactly. in the Celtics organization. Had this been the original coach of the Celtics, same concept would have happened. Brad Stevens would have got suspended for a year as well. I think Brad Stevens would have got fired, especially all the years on the achievements. I don't so. know, but I'm just saying that's that's me. I do I do not think color played a role personally. So, can I ask you this then? Does color play a role in why Ime Udoka is being covered more than Brett Favre? Yes, because the news, fuck the news, the media <coughs> as a whole knows good and hell well racism to this day, still is the highest producer of controversy that, over anything else. That is where I think that that's where I think people are skewing the line with the whole racism. He's only suspended because because he's black. No, he's only suspended year because no. But I do think he's getting too much coverage of what happened. When it was a consensual relationship over the fact that Brett Favre stole five million dollars from the welfare, so we we know this for a fact that when there when it's something that tiptoes that line of racism, it sparks all kinds of conversation. Correct. Had Brett Favre just gotten massacred, granted, your Mississippians and your Alabamians and all the mother motherfuckers would be like, "Oh my God, I can't believe you're doing this to Brett Favre. He's a national hero." No, the fuck he's not. No, he's, he's not. A fucking criminal who stole money from the fucking government. <clears throat> and last time I checked, when COVID ended, a bunch of motherfuckers got caught up by the FBI for stealing money from fucking PPL loans or whatever the fuck that loan is called. So what the fuck's the difference? So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. And this this question is near and dear to my heart, and I would love for both of y'all's opinion on this. You may or may not like my answer. I don't know, I'm going to love your answer because I like I like I like different opinions regardless of whether whether we agree or not. Should Brett Favre get the Britney Griner treatment? Yes. I also agree. See, I knew you were going to... This is why I said I'm, I was going to love your answer. Criminals are criminals. But the problem is, when you're a millionaire or a billionaire and you're white, you have a layer of protection that no one else has. How do you fumble the... This is one thing I never understood. How do you fumble the bag with white privilege? Just, just clearly he didn't fumble the bag. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. No, no, no. Because I'm, I'm he's just, not in trouble. What? Well, well, that's right. Granted, so the text messages and everything else are literally condemning him, and then some. But here's what's crazy. Let's just take this. Let's just keep it on the NFL. Let's keep it on this level. Right. Michael Vick went to jail for fighting dogs. I've been. Oh my God! I've been preaching this shit. Oh my God! Michael Vick went to jail for fighting dogs, and. Brett Favre stole money 
stole money. Granted, okay, he built a volleyball facility or helped, whatever. But he used money that wasn't allocated accordingly. It was and, I mean, and, technically and he stole money from the poor. No, and there were text messages that literally incriminate the situation. He's the anti-Robin Hood. Now, like, and that's why, like, notice I brought up Michael Vick and I didn't bring up, like, Calvin Ridley. First of all, Calvin Ridley, you a dumbass, okay? Why would you gamble on a sport that you're actively participating in? That's he, your own fault. I will, I will forever say he bet on himself. I don't care. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> he he if, bet on himself. Listen, I don't, if, the, if, if I work for a corporation, if you will, that is paying me millions of dollars, and you tell me that one of my bylaws is that I cannot gamble on sports that I'm participating in, what the fuck am I gonna do that for? Well, I, I, I'll say his, his his suspension is justified. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. J- just like Emayu Doka, it's it's in the law that you it's in the bylaws of that organization. It is, but it's can't. a fireable offense. Of course, not a year long suspension. It's yeah. two different things. If you're going, if you're gonna fire him, just fire him. Don't drag this shit out. They're, they're not going to fire him because so, they know he's a good coach. So no, no. They, they don't want so, him to go anywhere else. So you ready for my theory? Because I was talking about this on Facebook with another friend of mine who's a big sports fan. Um, being a medic, he's a he's a, he's a medic in the military. I said, you know what Emay Doka's end game is? He's going to end up coaching your team. The Rockets? No. No, your actual team. Spurs? Yes. <laughs> first, of all, for, 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 first of all, my actual team is the Rockets. The Spurs are said when the Spurs and the Rockets go against each other, I always go for the Rockets. Because I like your thought process on this though, because I, I think he would be a perfect replacement for Pop. Because the problem is the Celtics wanted him to resign, like every other fucking billionaire that gets in trouble. Oh, I'll just resign or I'll retire, and it's it's you know, wash your hands and it's done. He didn't. He said, "I'm not fucking leaving." Why would I leave Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and company? What the fuck would I do that for? If I didn't commit an actual crime, fuck no, I'm not resigning. Fuck out of here. I'm going to come back and go back to work. But you suspended me for a year because what you did is you know for a fact if you would have fired me. He would have got a job instantly. He would have got a job within a week. Yeah. Because there's plenty of teams. Hey, you know what? Hey, the season ain't started yet. Hey, bro, you out the door. Hey, come on. Come on, Eme. Come on. Come on. Like. So what do you think? If if, if he would have got fired, where do you think he would have ended up? I mean, obviously you said the Spurs, but. We all know Greg Greg Pop is not retiring this year. So, where do I mean he would all if 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 he was the head coach, and you were a contender, uh, I would have immediately. If if you were the GM, where what coaches would you have replaced with Ime Udoka like immediately? Steve Nash. Ooh, you know what. Before I ask this question, I didn't think deep enough about this because that you know I, you know I, 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 you know I, I, I didn't I, I didn't I didn't think deep enough about about that one because I yeah okay that's the first coach is going second Steve Nash oh Doc Rivers Doc Rivers with the Clippers fuck yeah he's with the Sixers now can we can we finally just set yeah. in stone that Doc, the, Doc Rivers the, with the Clippers now and with the Sixers now by the way oh, it was six Sixers yeah can we finally just say set in stone that the Celtics won in spite of Doc Rivers. Yes. They were just talented enough to win. Is it okay to okay? Yes. And then the third team. Hmm. That one I actually have to think about. But those two are the easiest, like the legit easiest. A lot of teams in my book have really solid coaching. I do think so too. So I'm like, who else do you replace that would have been? I even, I even, you know, some people might not agree with this, and I don't care. 
I even think Steven Silas is a solid coach for the Rockets, even though the Rockets are bad. Oh, I, I 100% agree. I'm I think Steven Ro- Silas is a great coach. I applaud the Rockets organization for keeping him, knowing the situation at hand. Yeah. Because they're doing the similar thing. I just hope they don't do him like they did the Sixers, and after year five, they just fire him, and then all of a sudden they blow up. Um, I guess, you know what? I take that back. I do have a third team, the Pelicans. There's my third team. Who's the Pelicans coach right now? I think it's I think it's still Alvin Gentry. Mm. I think I or he got fired. Either I think Gentry may have gotten fired. But I don't remember, but I I know he was the coach before. But given what that team has as far as potential goes, yeah, I'm bringing in a defensive coach like a like like Ime Udoka with the type <clears throat> of roster that that is. You fucking ain't right. Let me tell you why. What would happen if you had Ime Udoka coaching that New Orleans Pelicans team? Do you know what you have? You have a remake of the Detroit Pistons. Well, that team is stacked, man. No, no. You have a Detroit Pistons team. You have the Pistons that won the finals in 04. Yeah, that team team is stacked. Because that team is is built like that. Yeah, that team's stacked. Between Um, the length and the type of players you have, a guy like like who they also just extended, CJ McCollum, by the way. They they literally have... Three yeah. uh, two year extension. They, they they have three. They have literally a potential three all stars this season. With as McC- I don't think McCollum has ever made an all star, which is a tragedy. I but thought the- he made his first one last year. Okay, yeah. So he should have if if he I'm didn't. Pretty sure he made his first one so, last year. So um, McCollum, Williamson, and Ingram. Speaking of Zion, did you, have you seen how? Uh, how- yes. Ugh. My man, look, my man, look, yes, yoky yoked up, you know, what I'm saying, man, like he drank his yeah, when, 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 Hey, when, when money is on the line, I think you're going to calm your ass down and nah, do right. That. When you finally grow up, and I'm not saying he was immature, I'm saying when you finally put that man, that man weight on, not that, not that baby weight, he was still a kid when he first came into the NBA. Yeah. Like, let's not pretend he was still growing. So he's starting to grow into his man body. The question now becomes here's, here's my thing with if, if I'm a guy like Zion. The first person I'm reaching out to is I'm reaching out to LeBron James. Hey, man, you spent a million dollars in the summertime on your body. If I'm a guy like Zion who has now, he has not played a full season yet, but is having his third signature shoe come out already with Nike. It's fucking ridiculous. Listen, I'm going to equate this to my own current profession as a career counselor. <clears throat> when I talk to these high school kids, do you know what I say at the end? <clears throat> the end of all my presentations secure your future self now I say your future self are your kids and your future spouse everything you do now is to set them up for success that's exactly what it is Zion you are a multi-million dollar endorsed athlete through Nike you have the potential to be at some point in your 10th 11th 12th maybe 13th year to have a building on Nike's headquarters like LeBron, like Serena Williams, like um, Naomi Osaka, like you have a potential How about chance. Michael Jordan, like you. But I'm saying, I'm he's he's not in the, currently playing <laughs> sports, so you have a potential to be a player like that. Why are you not protecting the investment now? The investment is you, the player. You need to protect the body. You have a weight clause in your contract. I'm going to go find the same fucking trainer that trained fucking Thor. 
Did you see Hemsworth before he became Thor? Did you see what he looked like? Yeah, man. I'm going to go find that guy. Or Chris Evans. Chris Evans was another guy who was small. Listen, bro, all the money that I'm making ain't going to be shit if I pay a trainer $400,000 a year to train him. Yeah. Like, you making millions, bro. Not even your NBA money. Your endorsement money alone. Your endorsement money alone can pay for your training. I'm going to pay you $400,000 a year to make sure I'm good. I'm going to go pay this private chef $200,000, however much it's going to cost. It's not gonna make a dent in who the was millions it? of dollars who, that you make. Who, who, who was it? I think it was. It might have. Hell, it might have been PJ. PJ Tucker's not even that big of a player. Um, no, PJ Tucker is like the so, sneakerhead of the league. Well, yeah, I know that, but I'm just saying the reason why I bring him up is it was. I think it was him and one other person that's not like, that's not a superstar, but they were like, I live off of my endorsement money. Imagine you're PJ Tucker and you're making. I think I think he signed what for fourteen million. Yeah, you're making you're making basically fourteen million a year. I mean, look at a guy like C.J. McCollum. He has a wine vineyard. Yeah, like and and and, and LeBron P- has PJ Tucker is just LeBron has his own alcohol. He's also remember he's sponsored Shannon by Sharp. He's sponsored by fucking Tonal. He is sponsored by. The, he's I also for, yeah. Oh, he just got a new sponsor this year. He's sponsored by AT and T. Yeah, because him and old girl doing the commercials together. Yeah, damn so girl. is Lamelo Ball. Lamelo Ball is also another AT and T sponsored athlete. So is Matthew Stafford after winning the Super Bowl. Oh, shout out to Leangelo. I forgot to say that, bro. Hey, shout okay. out to Leangelo Ball. Do you, do you know why I'm not saying shout out to that? Because this is now the second or third time this has happened. Yeah, but he's been signed to Charlotte and then he's been cut. Until he signs with a team and stays for the fucking season, I can't. Is I I want him. I want to see Lavar's dream come true. Just because, grind mind you that Lonzo may not even play this season. Well, I can tell I can tell you one dream of 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 uh, of Lavar's that's not coming true. Either one of his kids being greater than Jordan. No, but <laughs> but them but being... the, the the fact all three of them, like right now the Antetokounmpo brothers are living the freaking dream that Lavar wants his boys to live. And they all have championships. And they all have championships. Oh, it's ridiculous, mind you. The first one that won a championship won with the Lakers. The Na- was it the Nassus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Nassus won one with the... Imagine, you grew up basically piss poor. And all three of your, your kids are kids... champions of their professional sport. I mean, even Sh- Shannon Sharp. It's only two of them in the Sharp family, but they both made it. Yeah. They both made it. That's. But then look at the Bosas, the Gronks, the, the Watts. Watts. The Jones, the, the the fucking Jones brothers. Hello, Chandler the Jones. No, no, Chandler Jones and John Jones. Fuck you, mean like a UFC world champion? Yeah. Like, come on now. Well, but, there's three of them because the other one played for the Patriots. Yeah, there's three Chandlers. But um, but you see what I'm saying? Like, there's the the the, the digs. Both of them are there. Yeah. Um, the um, there was one I that I, I had in my head oh, and it just shit. slipped my mind. One of the one of them's a defensive player that plays for the Bills because he has a brother too. Um. It's, Oh fuck! This, oh um, you know who I'm talking about? I, they just talked about it on. They did. Oh you know my who god! I'm talking about? Um, I can't think of. I can't think of him right now. I can't. Man, I had another one. Just, oh, the Kelsey brothers. Yeah, one's a lineman, J- one's a tight. Jason and Travis. The Bennett brothers. The Bennett. Oh man, Martellus and uh. Marcus, I think. Was it Marcus? Um, something like that. But even still. Another pair, another pair of siblings that made it to the professionals of some kind. The Gasols, the Gasols in the NBA, and they both might go to the Hall of Fame. The Morris twins. Oh, the Morris twins. twins. Yeah, that's a good one. The Gasols, the Morris twins. The 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 guys, the the, the two ball, brothers. Yeah, the ball brother. You got the ball brothers now. 
the two guys that made it from uh I think it was the Martin Kentucky. You got but the, I don't think you got they the Martin, the two Martins. Now granted they're not big names. One place for Charlotte, one place Miami. Yeah. Hey, somebody good. Hey, speaking of that, how about I'd seen us I seen something the other day and it was Vince Carter. I think Vince Carter has played against ten father son duos in the NBA, which is ridiculous. But he did play four decades of basketball. Hey man, Vince, Vince so, is Vince is timeless, bro. Kevin Martin, Kevin Martin, um, Clay and Michael, uh, Dale and Steph, uh, Gary Payton and Gary Payton. Like it's 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 a big big. Um, what do you think is more prominent, a father son or a brother or set or siblings? Whether it's brother sister, whether it's sister sister, whether it's brother brother, what do you think is more prominent in a professional sports setting? Ew. Cause I mean, cause then you even have mom and son because you got um, um J- the McGee's, the McGee's, yeah, and you Reggie Miller. You had a brother and sister. You see what I'm saying? And Reggie Miller's sister was a dog in the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. So Cheryl didn't get to play in the WNBA, but yeah, man, she so, scored 100 points so in the game. So what, what, what do you think? What do you think is more prominent? I think it just, it, I think it just depends on the accolades together. I really do. Um, but if I had to, if 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 I had to pick. I want to say, ooh, I would probably say I would, if, if I made it to the pros, I would probably enjoy siblings more than I would a uh, parent-child. So and I want to take a second to apologize to all of our sports fans out there because we fucked up. We just named all... Of these siblings, and we forgot arguably one of the absolute best in the Mannings. Oh yeah! Not to mention they got father, two sons, about to have a third son that's yeah. about to start a UT next year. I apologize to the Manning family. I cannot believe that slipped our I think, brains. I, I I think it would you know because that's that's ridiculous. Because mind you, there's a that's four Mannings. My bad, y'all. One of them, one of the Mannings isn't even playing football because I'm, he's extremely intelligent. I'm sorry, y'all. Why are you apologizing? I have I have to apologize too because I did forget one one father son duo that is very prominent, and it just. It, it just slipped my mind because we were on basketball and football. But the Griffies, the Griffies played on the team together um, in Seattle. So you sure right. Oh, man. And we might have that again with the with the with the James family. Yeah, um, it's possible. I think I think for the fathers. For, for fathers or parents, if their kid makes it to it's special. But I think that bond between siblings, because it's like a, it, it it's damn for two people from the same family, to 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 two two brothers from or two sisters or siblings to make it pro in the same family, there's a ridiculous long shot in that. I personally, I more so go with the father son mother daughter because now you're talking generations, because you've got. Dell Curry, Steph Curry, you've got Clay Thompson and his father, you had Kobe, his father, you had Andrew Wiggins, you had his father. Damn, I didn't even name the like, Bryants. Like you you to me that's a bigger thing cuz mind you, Jordan's son didn't play in the NBA. Shaq's son may or may not make it to the NBA. LeBron's son may make it. Dwayne Wade's son is currently in the NBA with the G League playing for Denver's G League team. I didn't realize that. Oh, you know, come on, that's my idol. You know, I, I didn't always, realize that. I'm yeah. always, you know, 
But then you, the closest, and now mind you, LeVar never made it to the NBA, but his three sons did. That's three generations because they're separated by some years, the three of those boys. That's three, that's that's really two generations. I was, I, I, I was it's really two. Yeah. But the point is, multi generations in the same family in the league of, of a, whatever profession you want to go with. Because at some point, will we have the Williams sisters? Will they have kids that go professional in tennis? What about Nadal? What about Federer? What about Andy Murray at one point, who was a dog? See, because right now, listen, I, one of the one of the most underrated things that's happening to people that aren't even watching is Tiger Woods' son. Tiger Woods' son is killing it. His son Tiger Woods' son is killing it. His son just hit like a seventy-eight or some shit, something ridiculous, and his son's like eleven. I I, I like, still so, I still I still side with the sibling, and the reason why I more side with the siblings right now is because there's not. Let me let, let me find the right way to say this. I feel as if when you have the parent and the kid, you have more opportunity to open up to better to better training and better things of that. That's why it's so crazy to me when. Whenever you see more of siblings, like, for instance, JJ, TJ, what's the other one? I can't think of his name. Oh, uh, he played for K State. He was a fullback. Um, JT. JT. So, I feel like it's for me. It's more siblings, just because most of the times you don't see like a father and multiple and multiple siblings make it outside the Mannings. Outside, well, outside the, the, the Mannings are they're just their own. The, the Mannings are a special breed. I don't, I don't know what's going on in their minds. Peyton looks clueless about everything, but he's smart as hell. Eli, dumb. Eli, he, Eli, look like he be hiding the bitch all the time. He, he, Eli, Eli, it seems like he might be the worst quarterback ever to make the Hall of Fame. Even, even I just even on the Manning cast, Eli be looking like he on a whole ass acid trip sometimes. And when I say the worst quarterback, I mean modern quarterback, obviously. And then we have, like I said, Archie Manning, who's gonna play for UT next. You play for be at UT next year. May not start because UT got some pretty decent, pretty damn good quarterbacks. I don't think I, I don't think he will. But we'll see. They have a debacle on their hands next year, so yeah. And they also have another Manning who did not go pro, who's also but he's extremely intelligent, very smart, and other things. They're all in the Caesar Sportsbook. Yeah, the whole fucking Manning family, except for Archie, which is smart because that would have been a hell of an NIL deal though with Caesar Sportsbook. Just saying. But I digress. So well, that's it. I just because. The way I see things is like, for me personally, you wouldn't even know it, but I'm fifth generation military. I didn't even know that until I dug into my own family tree. That I have family that goes all the way back to World War II. On which side? My dad's side. On your dad's side? But that's but I'm, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like To me, having that type of generational progress, we're going to say progress using that word because of, you know why. Yeah, it means more because let's take the Mannings for example. Daddy Manning was way back when. Think about the NFL back then to now. Let's let's play that game. Okay. So you've had dad in an era where I could body slam you in your fucking head and end your career. You had Peyton who was kind of in between. You could be fairly rough with the quarterback, like you could. Yeah, in the ninety in the nineties and two early two thousands. Yeah. You had Eli who came afterwards, who you. There was more protections because him and Brady were similar, but he was in the league. But Brady was in the league before Eli. Facts. So, but 
So Eli was drafted 04? Yes, 04, 05. So Eli got to be a product of the things that Brady and Manning set up for him. And now you have Archie who will come into the NFL and not be able to be fucking touched. Because quarterbacks, you can't really touch them like you. And Archie might be the best one out of all of them. I, I disagree. I mean, no, I'm just saying, like, if, if Archie was to be entered in today with the skill set he possessed back then and he can't be touched, he might turn out to be the best. I still disagree. You never know. So I, I, I'm, And not only because I watch, I watch a lot of football. The competition that Archie's playing is not it's not that good. Yeah, but 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 and, it, but if you throw Peyton back in Archie's time and Peyton get hits the and get and get hit the way that Archie got hit, who's to say Peyton would have lasted as long as Archie did? All right. Of all the Mannings, I'm gonna still say that Peyton is the best. Of one. course, Peyton is the best. Come I mean, because like I don't he has think four MVPs. It's not even Eli doesn't have an MVP. I think Archie has one. If I don't, I don't even know if he has one. He might. He may have, have no one. Idea. And then, like I said, as far as young Manning goes, I've seen the competition he plays to, and I'm like, yeah, we'll see what happens when he goes to college. Mm. I need to see more because he's going to be a product of UT going to the SEC. So that's what I need to see from young man, the youngest Manning, is when UT and Oklahoma are in the SEC, when you're playing in big dogs every week. That's what I need to see from him because, like I said, the high school competition he plays. Isn't he only like a three-star recruit? Four. Four? But he's still going as like the top quarterback in his class. Some shit like that. I don't know. I have to look at the latest um projections, but that's not relevant to what we're doing right now. Anyway. But that was good shit though. Yeah. That was like a lot of people don't think about shit like that. Like that's, I, that's... but like I said, me, I just I care more about generations because when I'm no longer here, what does my family leave behind? Leave a I... legacy. So when I am no longer here, I want to make sure that my daughters have everything that they need, which is why when I retire, I'm buying acres upon acres. Because, of course. Now, mind you, which is unfortunate because our generation was the generation that started when our parents left us land and started selling that shit. That's bad. We shouldn't be doing that, first and foremost. Listen to me, all of y'all that are in the... Um, land is wealth, man. Listen, if you were born in the 80s... If you were one of those born in the 80s, like a lot of us, even if you were born in 90, 91, even 92 for that matter, if your parents, your grandparents, your great-grandparents, if you had the luxury of seeing your great-grandparents, they left you land. Don't be that guy or that gal or that they. Don't, don't let that land go. Because years from now, that's, that's money. Very much so. That's, I mean, if you play your cards right, like I said, when I retire, listen, I'm no less than 10 acres, ideally 15 to 20. It's going to be goats on that motherfucker, chickens. It's going to be all kind of shit on that land. I got a kayak sitting in the garage right now. I can't wait to buy kayak number two. Like, no, I'm getting the fuck out of the city. I hate the city. Like, I've been in the city too long. I'm tired of the city. I like going to the city for brunch. Everything else is irrelevant. I don't even have to go to the city to go to the gym no more. The gym is at the front of my fucking house. And my other gym is around the corner from the house, down Red Bluff. I'd rather have land, a boat, a big boat, and a truck to pull it. I'd just rather live in the suburbs. Yeah, see me. I like the suburbs. And that's cool. Everybody has it. A little, little, little two acres. I like to get away from all that. From, from, I like, like, 
I want to get it not far, far away, but far enough away where I ain't got to worry about all the traffic, the congestion, all that. There's things that we deal with. You and I yeah. deal with on the regular. On of, the regular. Because of where we, you know, because of where we work. Like, I just want to be able to go outside, hear nature. You know what I'm saying? If I could find a way to buy land in the mountains, I would do it. Because that, for me, would be the most ideal thing. I would like to live near the mountains. Because I know two things to be true. The mountains are beautiful, and the air is nice. Like, are you just going to go up there and smoke? Cut your mouth. Yeah. He already going to be high, so he going to get higher because of the high elevation. I knew we were going to get to Seattle when we talked about mountains. That's his dream spot. Put that man on the mic. The thing is, just, just turn, just turn, just, just push, just push the whole mic that way. Bro, I'm gonna tell y'all something about Seattle, man. Oh yeah, look. Oh shit. Just hold it where you got it, cause your audio is perfect. Okay, cool. Bet. Bro, if you know what a pine cone smell like. Yep. Imagine that smell, and it's like a million times amplified. That's the entire smell that you smell every fucking day. What Seattle? Yes. Swear to God. Like you, you get you get you Seattle smoke. and Colorado mixed up. You think? No, nah, I'm, just, I'm just fucking. I'm just fucking, I'm, just, I'm just fucking with you. Every motherfucking. But that's the thing. Seattle and Colorado is like the same. Apparently, I ain't never been to Colorado, but goddamn, like, shit. God's plan. I'll be in Colorado for Christmas this year, bro. Seattle. It ain't no like chemical plants out there. You know what I'm saying? So the that's, air that's, is like, yeah, ain't no chemical plants out there. That's bro. the South thing, bro. You know. So, but if you're going up to the Pacific Northwest, like, not as many, not near as many. Yeah, I've, I've, been, Seattle, I've, been, I've been to North Dakota. What do you mean? I'm just saying. You, you know what? You know what else North Dakota got a lot of that we ain't got down here? Casinos. Indian casinos at that. I'm talking mm. about across the motherfucking that's, water. That's that, that's that, that, that's that's where it is right there. So yeah. yeah, where I was at for one of my military schools, across the water was literally a whole ass Indian casino, and that bitch was huge. How about this? Mm. For, the, for, for 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 our next episode, let's pick our ten dream destinations Ooh. within within the U.S. I fuss with that. Let me let me write that. Oh, oh, I'm gonna write that down. Oh, we can do all the bruise and cues with with home, big homie here. We do that too. I don't care. What what do we want to do? Um, want to do a bruising cues? Yeah, we can do. I mean, we can do it. We just have to remember we got forty minutes, so. But we, we can, can we, we can, do we, ten? Can no, we do we, essentially thirty destinations in forty minutes? Because I I imagine obviously some will be the same. Possibly, maybe that'll be some shit if they all different. But it could possibly be different. <laughs> but how, how about um? How about we do? Five a piece on bruising cues when we do five on the podcast. I can get down with that. There we go. All right, hybrid so, style, five yeah. and five. Cool. That way they have to check both episodes, just like they do for our NFL picks. Already, because I already got my first five. That man destroyed my microphone. Man, my I, so, I, I, I don't have so many days where I look <laughs> look for the sweet spot, and it's all good. Well, y'all know what time it is, man. Hey, it's been a pleasure as always. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, we love each and every last one of y'all that tune into the show, drop reviews for us, 
hit us up in our DMs, post us on Facebook, tell us, hey man, we love the show, we can't wait for XYZ, or if you like John L and tell us where we fucked up, I'm cool with that too. At least I know you listening because you giving us feedback. So I'm all with it either way. Um, we appreciate Big Homie for coming out and hanging out in the studio with us. Uh, Bruising Cues coming to you live and in color Saturday. What time? I do not know because Saturday is a chaotic day. Uh, More so in, for me than you, but get in, get in what we fit in. Um, yeah, just know that. Just keep an eye on the YouTube and keep an eye on gentlemanstalk.com. Maybe maybe there. maybe we'll start setting a time where like Saturday evening where we actually drop the episode. Cause normally we aim to do it in the in the daytime in the morning or something. Yeah, we, so we try to do it. Cause I also got to put little mama down for a nap. Like there's a lot of logistics yeah, well, that go last into. Week she made a special appearance. She did make a special appearance last week. She was on the show last week for those who uh, who tuned in. Y'all did see my little mama sit on my lap and she tried to make her picks, but it was more like ah eh, ah eh, ah. Eh. Well, you know, she was but, more playing with me than making the picks. She, she was doing that too. So <laughs> just you know, we we still have it as a family environment, but it's still an explicit show. So. Just, you know, keep that in mind. But like I said, we love y'all. We appreciate each and every last one of y'all that's yep. been been rocking with us since season one. We now in season three. Can't and stop, won't stop. Rockefeller rockers. And we get down, baby. We yep. get down, baby. Girls, the girls, they love us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we've been talking about things. Un- but until yeah. next time, people. I am the best DJ for your grandma if you're having an old school party. And I am... The man who dresses better than your uncle at church on Sunday. Oh, look. <laughs> Without the Stacey Adams in the collection. Mr. GQ signing off now.